0: Can't believe that you haven't seen it. Love it so much, you really gotta stream it. Let me tell you every line right now, I can quote the whole thing since I was twelve.
1: Jane's World, party time, excellent. I had to use her name. Hey, 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 everybody. You are tuning in not to the 1992 movie Wayne's World, although I'm sure you're kind of confused because of my rocking and rollicking intro. But this Mm. is actually um, the Internet Interwebs' uh, number one movie podcast. Uh, Movies we missed. Um, I am your host, Brandon greenhouse and this is my lovely co-host Jane Garth Hammer and um we're we're coming at you live and in color today How how are you doing on this gnarly tubular um adventure laden day Jane
0: I'm you know I'm feeling good I'm feeling great you know we watched a great movie this week one of you know my childhood favorites and I really felt like you were the only person in the world I've ever met who hasn't seen it so it's nice to bring that into your world
1: Thank you. Thank you're you welcome. For, um, I do you a lot of
0: favors, so it's just <laughs> one of the many. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, that's one way of putting it. You, I see you're wearing your, your Destiny's Child um, tribute <laughs> sweatshirt today. Um,
0: it's a camo sweatshirt, yeah. She's um, wearing survivor.
1: her Survivor uh, sweatshirt. And I've mm-hmm. actually heard Jane say the words, I'm not going to compromise my
0: Christianity. So it's fitting
1: that she has the sweatshirt on today. Because I uh, love how
0: that's like the one identifiable line from Michelle. <laughs> like the entire, like. I don't work. think it was Michelle. I think it was Kelly. No, is it really Kelly? I, think it's Kelly. I always thought it was Michelle because she's the Christian I'm girl. Come and mind my Christianity. I really thought that was Michelle. I also, I
1: love that you I love that you have deemed Michelle as the Christian girl. Like the other two are I pagans. Know,
0: I, I know the other two are like kind like of Christian
1: Beyonce's but. Beyoncé's rocking but, like a Wicca chain.
0: <laughs> well you never know. Maybe she's um ahead of you the You really L- don't Luminati. know. I mean, I was but I mean just Luminati. be like Michelle is like blatant about her Christianity. I'm better than that. Exactly. I'm so I not- did want to talk to you now that we've moved on from Destiny's Child <laughs> I did want to talk to you about something I've been watching this week, which is by your design. <gasps> what? So What's So Oh my god. I'm so, so Brandon, excited. I like I like mooch off Brandon for one of his like um I have Subscribe a profile on one of society. his yeah like streaming services and someone who'll add I'm supporting things. a lot of
1: people right now.
0: I've got, a, a,
1: when I change a password, baby, I get a slew of texts from people and it's all, it's like, hey, like cousins who I didn't even know had access to it.
0: It's like the nerve I know the nerve. It's like if someone changes the password, you need to quietly move on and start paying for your own stuff. The services. breadcrumbs. The breadcrumbs though me, when you're like when I, you're you doing the who done it.
1: Because there's nothing worse than like when you are using someone. I'm not gonna say whose relative I was using. I was using a relative of Jane's um something. I'll keep it real vague. But I was streaming something <laughs> from a relative of Jane's through Jane. And I remember When I remember (laughs) who, when that happened and it like, they changed their password or something. And I like, I was so ashamed at how long I'd been using it. Oh my God. and I, I was like I remember I finally did say something to you but like I sent an I don't remember it, this but I was but like I'm oh sh- yeah the password changed we later <laughs> found out that like it was like some like this relative um, had like changed it because like they changed their plan or something so they had a new like they'd upgraded or something and they had mm-hmm. a new like login but I was like oh yeah and I remember you're like okay I'll find out what it is and like I'll let you know and then I remember like a week went by and I was like God James still hasn't let me know what that <laughs> I remember like seeing you and you were like, oh yeah, I haven't gotten it yet. And I was like, oh yeah, cool, 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 cool. That doesn't matter to me. I'm not anxiously waiting to like finish finish a season of some garbage show.
0: Oh my Um, god. You should have texted me and been like, get that damn password. Get that
1: password, girl. Uh, It's just you feel so you feel so just tacky in those moments. (laughs) Like
0: you feel like, oh my god. I know, but it's me, so I already know how to do it. I know. No. I... That was so loud. I'm so sorry for everyone listening to this.
1: <laughs> no, no. They love it. What were you going to say though, Jane? What have you been watching? I beg Jane to watch so you
0: add So you sometimes add TV shows to this mm-hmm. like saved portion. And there was a TV, I was looking through it last night. And there was a TV show that I forgot you had mentioned to me before. And <laughs> it's called <laughs> Undercover Underage. Oh my or... God. No. You weren't supposed to watch them. We were supposed to watch them together. I didn't know that. You didn't That's tell why me. no. Y- you just added it. You didn't me. I tell haven't even me.
1: watched it yet, Jane. I watched the first Jane, I watched I
0: the, watched like 5 episodes last damn night. Damn you. Oh I watched the
1: God. first 5 minutes of it and I stopped because it was like I can't <gasps> watch this without Jane. Oh I was my like, God. It, was, it was, it looked too good. You have like, to I...
0: text me about these things because oh I was God. just like, oh, this looks so good.
1: The good thing about this is I have proof of this because we talked about, they probably cut it, but we talked about it on a previous episode and I said, this was a real good one because I told you that that woman, she's like 38. I remember.
0: Yes. And she was, no.
1: in with like, and she's giving, like... She's in that
0: 15-year-old realness. So the premise of the skin. show, yeah, I mean, the premise of the show, it's actually like she's doing a really incredible thing and it's like incredibly fucked up, but she is like, she's sort of, um, oh God, what's the word? She's um, stepping in where um, T-Cap left off. Um, T-Cap being to catch a predator. Why am I laughing when I'm saying that?
1: And why are you saying T-Cap? Like it's some cool like abbreviation.
0: <laughs> well, well Brandon and I, and Laura. We used called to it call that. It I
1: don't t- think t- other people called it that.
0: I thought it, I thought it was like <laughs> a thing. I, th- I guess it was just us. So T-Cap was to catch a predator. We used to watch it on every Sunday night. And uh, Brandon and Laura would come over to my apartment and. <gasps> oh, I
1: hate this story. <laughs> We come off looking horrible.
0: We're not like it was a huge national show. It's not like we were. Ch- we, I know, we,
1: but it's just. But <coughs> the idea of like of like fervor and like us like us like giddily like getting together with takeout to watch like potential <laughs> drama unfold. It's just like
0: ugh. it's horrible. But we and were it's really, on
1: brand for us. It's
0: on brand for us. More. But we're not the only people. No, and we watched and we were appalled. That's why we watched it because appalled. That's the whole thing. We're all appalled by this. All of mm-hmm. it. And it's so horrible. And this woman is doing an incredible thing. She's got this nonprofit organization where she engages with online predators in order to like get them to do something illegal so she can hand it over to the police and then she can and then they can um, move forward getting them in trouble for it. And <clears throat> what why did you just give me that? Look? I don't know why the phrase of getting them in trouble for. It because <laughs> is so well, funny. Yeah, I guess getting them it sounds like a little kid. Like no, this is an egregious fucking act, and it is horrible. And tons of like young kids are like traumatized from this. And she, <laughs> so getting them in trouble does sound a bit light when you're talking about it. <laughs> But, like, sometimes, like, she sends over evidence and, like, nothing happens because the police department is, like, you know, not good <laughs> and, like, understaffed or whatever. I-, I don't fucking know. But she does the work and it's really traumatic for her, a 38-year-old woman who is serving 15-year-old. Um, And it's a fascinating show. And I'm s- I am wish I had remembered that we were supposed to watch it together. Well, don't
1: watch the other one without me, the plastic surgery one. <gasps>
0: No, 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 that one I know. I'm not. Okay, so about what? You. I wasn't sure about this one because you watch a lot of your ID shows alone, and then you're like, watch this. So I figured it was one of those situations where like you had already watched all of it.
1: Do you remember on TCAP? Do you remember that woman? Who they got to play like the young boy. (laughs) It was like this middle-aged woman who they would throw this Party City wig on her head and like a baseball cap. And she was always like playing like young boys and she would be like at the door. And as like the perpetrator was coming up, she'd be like, she'd like scurry away. And she'd be like, Oh, gotta get the
0: cookies out of the oven. And then she'd like (laughs) that was like, Oh, gotta get the laundry from downstairs. And she'd be like, I'm a twelve-year-old boy. And she looked like a middle-aged woman in like (laughs) the worst.
1: In like a Justin Bieber way.
0: Yeah, it was And she's like good. Oh, gotta go grab my
1: skateboard for my friend <laughs> Bart like, Simpsons my
0: hero, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it was so
1: bad. It was such a mess And she hobbled up those stairs. You listen to those cracking knees that that arthritis said man, girl
0: uh, A sit lot down. of those dumbass predators fell for it, so Oh it they sure her. did.
1: Oh yeah. my god. And then and then Chris. Chris, right? Well,
0: Chris something, Chris, I keep on saying Chris Matthews, but that's I
1: not wanted it. to say Chris Matthews too, and that's not it, no. but he would show up and he would set that record sh- straight, but then I think <laughs> he he's gotten into, into st- some trouble over the years.
0: Yeah, I don't right? think, I don't, I don't think his record's clean as that's, they say. Not, yeah, not in the same way. No, 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 no,
1: not like that, not, but I think not, some other stuff.
0: But I think, you know.
1: Chris Hansen, thank you.
0: Chris, Chris Hansen, baby, Hansen. yeah. I think he, yeah. I don't. I, I remember hearing some buzz about him that was not altogether positive. <laughs> 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 Anyways, this is the. Th- I want to clarify that we are buzz. laughing not at the subject of of. <laughs> God, this never that. So I'm not laughing dumb, at any of it yeah. because I
1: think it's appalling.
0: I think it's appalling we all think it's appalling that part is not up up for debate but I really want our listeners to know that like that's not what we're laughing well you also know because you all heard from
1: (laughs) Jane's own mouth that she wants these men to be given slaps on the wrist she literally said get "Get in trouble earlier she wants them to go to the principal's office
0: no I want those men to be castrated and have their balls be put in the microwave on a bed of aluminum foil that's what I want for those motherfuckers
1: Alright, and speaking of um, expectations, <laughs> we're going to pivot over to the movie.
0: <laughs> we completely turn <laughs> around. Well, now let's talk about <laughs> Wayne's world. Oh my god, this, none of this is usable. We are so fucked.
1: <laughs> we can talk about this. What do we say? We, we said a, we said that it's appalling what they do, and we stand by it. <laughs> Jay stop do. laughing. Like I'm, I'm laughing because it's like No, we're taking a hard stance right now. No more joking, we, okay. no more giggling. Okay. It's deplorable. And we don't stand we stand with the survivors.
0: <laughs> of course we do. Cut this. Let's talk about Wayne's world. Damn it, Jane!
1: I was no. trying to make a hard sense. This is an opportunity for us to have a political, to make a political pivot, and to really, like, you know, be among the best of the best in terms of podcasts.
0: What do you think? Oh, do you think we should do a political podcast now?
1: No, I just meant like, us taking a hard <laughs> stance, and people being like, whoa, did you hear, like, that, like, stance that they took on Movies We Miss? Like, they're talking about real shit, too.
0: We are, always. For a comedy podcast. <laughs>
1: But we get real stuff in, too.
0: But we get our moments. <clears throat> Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. Ooh, I like it when you give it a little flavor. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. So, Brandon, 1992's Wayne's World. I one know. of the highest grossing SNL movies of all time.
1: I know, right? Right?
0: Do you want... Do you want me to read my um, synopsis so we can start talking about it?
1: I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it.
0: Okay. Wayne Campbell and Garth Algar are two 20-somethings from the suburbs of Chicago who got it made. A hit cable show? Schwing! A a cool group of dudes who totally know how to party? (laughs) Yeah! An excellent baby blue ride called the Mirthmobile with sweet flames painted on the side? Totally. Not to mention an everlasting friendship that can withstand everything. These kings of Aurora have it all. Okay, well they could use some totally righteous babes by their side and a couple of coins in their pocket so they can move out of mom and dad's. In order to do that, they'd have to have their cable access show seen by a slicked out rich television exec with a vision to bring their show to a big network. And thanks to the totally trustworthy Benjamin Kane, they're about to do just that. Wayne and Garth are all about their usual routine. Heading out to Aurora's hottest metal club Gasworks to check out the new bands. There, they see a new band called Crucial Taunt playing a set led by a front woman and girl of everyone's dreams, Cassandra Wong. It's safe to say, (laughs) Wayne is sprung. Swing! At around the same time, Benjamin, that slicked-out TV exec, makes his way to Aurora from Chicago to offer up the deal of a lifetime to Wayne and Garth and they signed right on the dotted line as soon as they can. They've got $5,000! They've got $5,000! But does Benjamin really have their best interests at heart? As soon as production starts, things start to go askew. Benjamin wants to change everything just to keep the money rolling in and the sponsors happy. He even suggests that their biggest sponsor, Noah Vanderhoff of Noah's Arcade, becomes a weekly guest on Wayne's World. Uh, yeah, sure. And monkeys might fly out of my butt. Wayne is totally done with selling out, and he ends up quitting the show in the middle of an episode, leaving Garth all on his own to carry the load. Garth is pissed. How could Wayne abandon him like that? The show isn't the only thing that Benjamin is royally screwing up. As soon as he sets his eyes on Cassandra, he wants her. He knows he's got to steal her from Wayne, but how? Ah, It's well before the Me Too movement, so Benjamin has nothing to worry about if he wants to wield a little power and make her feel indebted to him. He decides to fund a music video for Crucial Taunt starring Cassandra trussed up with a snake in the jungle, wearing almost nothing. Will this get the band a record deal? It's unclear, but someone's putting money and effort behind the band, so how could Cassandra say no? Wayne gets wind of the music video and decides he's got to stop it from happening. He does what every super secure and mature man in their 20s does when they think someone wants their girlfriend. He goes to Cassandra's house and accuses her of sleeping with Benjamin. Reasonable, right? Except that she totally dumps his ass for being a jealous and insecure dummy. So now Wayne has lost his job, his best friend, and his girlfriend. How is he ever going to patch things up and put his life back together? As with any 90s movie, tune in for an overly elaborate plan that only takes up maybe the last 10 minutes of the movie, and then presto changeo, everything is as it should be again. Or is it? Maybe this one ends with a more choose your own adventure theme. Which ending do you think is most likely? I guess you'll have to watch Wayne's World and find out. Wayne's World! Wayne's World! Party time. Excellent. Woo!
1: Yeah, 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 baby. It, it's a it's a rocking good time. Wayne's <laughs> world. Um, this movie was it's funny because like <clears throat> this movie obviously like I'd never seen it before. I of course knew of the movie. It is mm-hmm. uh there's a guy that I live with, it's his favorite movie. Um and so he's talking about husband. Yeah, okay. Um he exactly. is, we are, <laughs> we are tethered legally. Okay. Um He is, as he just noted, it's a cultural phenomenon. Dave will be chiming in throughout the episode, I'm sure. He's, of course. He loves this movie, and he's mm-hmm. got a lot of, like, background information on it. A um, mm-hmm. lot of really interesting things about this movie. I'll start with the fact that it was released on Valentine's Day 1992. 1992. <gasps> um, so we're coming up on that. We I just passed know, that, by day. coming up on, I mean, already passed that 30th anniversary, which is amazing, and um, was made for... 20 million dollars and made almost 200 million at the box office um, and it's one of I think the only if not the only film based on SNL's uh, an SNL spinoff that like went on to gross over 100 million I think um, it's
0: two. I think it was that. I think I saw it was Blues Brothers, the Blues Brothers movies as
1: well. I don't think the Blues Brothers did, though. I think oh, that...
0: Oh, I thought I read that somewhere. Maybe I misread maybe
1: it. Within, maybe with, like, adjustments and stuff, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, or maybe with, like, re-releases and stuff, because there's been several, I know, re-releases of Blues Brothers, so maybe they're, like, if they...
0: And, like, I think there's the, there's two Blues Brothers movies. Yes, maybe.
1: there's the Blues Brothers <laughs> and there's Blue Bo- Blues Brothers 2000, yep. um, which, obviously, uh, John Belushi had passed when They did mm-hmm. the Blues by the 2000s, but um, yeah, no, so uh, it is a movie that is held in high regard within the culture. I don't know why I didn't see it because these are definitely the kind of movies that like I tend to be drawn to. Um, but it was a lot of fun, I and mean, it's interesting because like there's so much sort of lore around it as a film, and mm-hmm. it's it, one of the first interesting things about this movie, I think, is like Rob Lowe. Like, yeah. Rob Lowe at this point it's really interesting cuz this is credited as like being sort of like the moment that like Rob Lowe's career was sort of like it was revived as a result of this movie. Rob Lowe had been sort of, you know, up to this point Rob, Rob Lowe, you know, was a part of the Brat Pack and um he had been very, you know, a very successful actor. He had been in movies like The Outsiders alongside like huge stars. Mm-hmm. Um He'd been nominated for like big awards and stuff. He'd been nominated for like Golden Globes and stuff. Um yeah, it was the Outsiders. He played Pony Boy. Um no. He I don't did not f- play no, he played Soda Pop.
0: Okay. I he, I've never actually seen the Outsiders. I actually
1: haven't seen The Outsiders either, but I know that it's like a movie that is like held in high, high yeah, regard. Yeah, I know it's a like, huge movie. Guys, it's seen a that. so, but yeah, see Thomas Howell was in it. Patrick Swayze, like it's a mm-hmm. big film, and um, he was like on the ascent, like he was like one of the biggest stars in the world. And a lot of people have actually said since then that like Tom Cruise sort of like picked up where like Rob Lowe fell off. Uh, before, like, sort of, like, the revitalization mm. of his career, but in, like, ne- the late 1980s, he was involved in, like, the sex tape scandal. Um, yeah, I read... videotapes in 88 having... He had sex with two women. One was, like, 22. The other one was, like, 16. <gasps> um, they were friends, and he said he didn't know that she told him that she was, I think, 18, and that, like, it wasn't a legal thing because the age no. of consent was actually, like... 14 when they like where they where they had sex at it had something that there was like rumors that it's something to do with he was he was like he was in the middle of like working on the Dukakis campaign there were rumors that like it was something that happened like as a result of his affiliation with Dukakis at the time um there was a big smear campaign being lobbed against like Mike Dukakis Bush was really pushing hard um, there's a bunch it's of really like vicious. fucked up stuff if you if you look into any of that. That's not what this podcast is about, but it is like really like shitty and I... it's not surprising at all. Like,
0: I didn't know that. Like, I knew that. Like. I mean I knew that he had some sort of like sex scandal I thought it was just a sex tape but I didn't know anything it, really about it. Was it was like I a, that it had like political motivations fine.
1: I don't and I don't know that for sure. I think it was around what? the time of the Democratic National Convention and but like there was this whole thing with like the Bush campaign it was messy and fucked up and racist and Mike Dukakis was running against Bush at the time from Massachusetts and mm-hmm. there was like there was this really big smear campaign Willie Horton was an inmate and like 88 he was a black inmate in prison he had there was a furlough program that had been initiated where inmates could like get out of prison to go into the community for on like weekends and things and while he was out he killed a woman and i think he raped and killed a woman and maybe her partner as well. And then, like, mm-hmm. the whole... They, they started... The Bush campaign started basically saying, like, is this the kind of person you want as president? And they started, like, creating these, like, racialized campaign, um, like, commercials that had images of, like, the black, like, Willie Horton's mug shot beside, side by side with, like, Dukakis. It was, like, really, like... Wow, wild ...wild is... and, and, like, messy. And you can look into it. And it was, like, gross. And...
0: I mean, yeah. I knew... I've always known that the Bush family is racist as fuck and, like... Has always sort of, you know, um, ran on the campaign of white fear and all that kind of stuff. For sure. Yeah. But I had no idea that, like, A, I did not think we would be talking about the, like, Bush campaign. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: uh, um, when we were talking about Wayne's World, but that's so interesting that, like, all... Like, it can all be connected. And, like, you know, Rob Lowe was, like, the reason why that connection happened. And
1: if that connection happened. And I don't know for sure that it was, like, the Bush campaign that did it or if those things just sort of, like, happened to to occur around the same time. But I just thought it was interesting. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Rob... But also, before this, Rob Lowe had had the blunder of, like... You know, that uh, the opening, that Oscar ceremony, the whole, like... No,
0: I don't know anything about Rob Lowe, apparently. I it just, was, like... like it I'm was like, like, oh, the- he's the guy from Parks and Rec. Like, I mean, I know who he is as, like, a cultural person, but I don't know anything about, like... I don't know any about this. So, uh, what is this...
1: Uh, it, it's, like, a Oscar. whole thing. But it was, like, the... I think it was the opening of, like, the Oscars. I want to say in, like, 19... 19- it was like 1989. It was like the opening of the Oscars. They had like decided Alan Carr had produced, um, had produced the opening of the Oscars. It was um the British
0: guy, <clears throat> or or that no, that's the other Alan Carr, right?
1: Yeah, no, Sorry. no, not him. No, he I don't know if he was born. I mean, no, he'd probably been a kid. Um, no, this no Alan Carr. He passed away. He was the visionary behind like Grease, um, and other uh, musicals. Okay, and...
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But um, Alan
0: Carr, the comedian. Okay, that's he's like. But 25. it was like it's
1: a crazy <laughs> opening, and it was like really weird. And like Rob Lowe came out, and like they brought in like these Disney stars. Uh, this woman who impersonated Snow White, she came out, and like. Rob Lowe proposed to her. It's, like, a crazy story. And, like, you guys should look into it. Just look into, like, the 1989... But
0: why is that controversial?
1: It, oh, it was just, like, a horrible opening. Like, they brought in a oh, bunch of these, okay. like, stars from, like, yesteryear. But they didn't know how to utilize them. So they were, like, on stage. And it was really weird. And, like... The whole thing was sort of woven together in this really like it, it was, the idea was like oh it's gonna be glitzy and glammy and we're gonna we're gonna like create this bridge to performance between like previous performers um, of the you know the silver screen and then like current day stars but like. It was ill conceived, and when you see it, it's like it just. I don't think it's when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this isn't as bad as people say it is." But I think there's a whole documentary about it, maybe, and like, it's really. It's, and it's wh- a, was
0: Rob Low like hosting or something. Rob
1: Low was an integral part of it because he was he's he was the love interest of Snow White, so he came out on stage. He sang a uh, musical number. It wasn't great. It was just like he was a lot. He was a part does of that he sing. Not really. I mean not okay. based on what I saw. <laughs> uh, but it was all of it together, but it was like once again it was something else like that sort of like compounded with all the other stuff going on and like it just was not a great like period in time for him. Uh but yeah, but this movie was sort of like but the But then he booked
0: Wayne's World. But then he booked Wayne's
1: World, but this movie was like the beginning of his comeback. This was like a couple of years later. And this was sort of an integral part of, like, you know, Rob Lowe sort of becoming, like, a part of that world and, like, being featured in this movie. And, obviously, he was later on... Mike Myers used him again in um, Austin awesome Powers. And yeah. he was also um, in Tommy Boy as the bad guy once again. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. So, he's
0: done, like, a lot of comedy
1: stuff. Well, this was the beginning of it, though. This was, like... He he mm-hmm. hadn't really done any comedy in this sort of... He has said he's, he's credited, like, Myers with, like, playing an integral role in, like, this becoming, like... Like, a part of his thing, which has really, in a lot of ways, secured his career since then. And, like, he's played Mm -hmm. so many comedic roles and done so successfully. Parks and Recreation, obviously great. He was also Mm -hmm. really funny on this show with Fred Savage called The Grinder that was on and canceled after, like, a season or two. It was so funny. And then it was just gone.
0: Well, Fred Savage is now in um, Hot Water, I guess. What? Yeah. Yeah, for, like, I I don't... uh, I like just I, full disclosure I just saw a headline No, no he got, speak with authority. <laughs> he got kicked out of his like current show that he was directing for like harassment claims. so oh Fred God I know. it's it, I it, I am so fucking annoyed with men and people I like ruining it for me like obviously and for the victims of course. no 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 you that right sounded really bad. <laughs> No, it's you. But it's like, let me like you. Like, let us... Like, stop being so fucking gross. Like, can you stop being fucking disgusting for five seconds or for your entire life? It's
1: so upsetting. It's so upsetting.
0: And again, I'm not going to, like, speak with authority on that because I really don't know what happened. But yeah, I mean, my first instinct is to believe (laughs) women. So, um, you know... I another one bites at us, I guess. Um, but it's good to know that, you know, um is doing well. I can tell you're reading about it right now, but it's like we're definitely...
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. What huh. is it? Okay, it has to do with The Wonder Years. Um... That's yeah,
0: because he wasn't he like a director on the Wonder Years. Yeah,
1: it says that Disney severing ties with him following multiple complaints of misconduct and his roles as executive producer and director on the freshman ABC series, The Wonder Years. Um, so that's, so it has something to do with allegations loved against him regarding that show. But apparently also in 93, Savage, it says Savage then, this is according to Rolling Stone, Savage then 16 and his Wonder Years co-star Jason Hervey were accused of sexual harassment in a lawsuit filed by the show's former costume designer, Monique Long. She alleged that the young actors quote unquote verbally and physically harassed her daily with her complaints over their behavior ignored by the show's staff. And that was in 93. Wow! <sighs> oh God! Okay, so that's all absolutely, you know, <laughs> deplorable. And we, yeah. you know, as Jane said, we stand with the with the victims, and so that's appalling. That's um, appalling. But obviously. This isn't a savage. Uh, this isn't a savage podcast. Seems like um, Rob
0: Lowe's doing all right. So we're, we're Rob Lowe's okay, doing great, though.
1: Back to Rob. <laughs> Rob's doing great. Also, I looked into Rob Low like randomly, like a couple of like months ago. I saw him doing something, mm. and I was like, "What's going on with him?" And I looked into him. Rob Low is doing just fine. Everybody, don't nobody worry about Rob. Of Lowe, course he okay? is. Rob Low. I ended up going on this Rob Low rabbit hole. Rob Low was selling. It was on YouTube, but Rob Low was selling his manse. And, like, his mansion that him and his wife own. She's also a heavy hitter. I forget what she does, but, like... Isn't she a mu-
0: makeup artist, I feel like?
1: Maybe. I mean, she's a millionaire. Th- yeah. <laughs> That's what she is. That's what I know exactly. she Exactly. I feel like um, she's so a
0: celebrity makeup artist, but I could have made that up. I
1: watched, their, I watched their house tour, though. They were selling some house for some insane amount of money. It was a crazy amount of money and it was like a full on it was like a movie like it's one of those where it's like it's not just those Zillow those Zillow photos where somebody's crouched in the corner of a room scared (laughs) trying to get as (laughs) wide of an angle as they can with that fisheye. This was the real world. They were doing they shot a movie through this house and they showed you every inch of it and it was beautiful. Dave just confirmed, yes, she's a makeup artist. Good for her. Okay. Um, But the house was incredible. It was like a ten minute tour through this house that was on YouTube and I was just watching it and thinking about what I would do. What I would do.
0: (laughs) What you would do if you got the keys? I would
1: move move that over there. (laughs) It's like, nope. You you know what? You don't ever have to worry about it, baby. (laughs) It's not a concern for oh, you. Oh, I'd
0: knock you. that wall down. Oh, would you, sweetheart?
1: <laughs> me, even if somebody, even if somebody bought that house for me, like just the whole thing, the day that, in
0: the day, day,
1: but the day that I got that though, just the just the property taxes in the mail, <laughs> I would be shook. I was like, hold on, I didn't, wait. If you wouldn't be able to pay them. No, 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 no. It'd be a real, it'd be a real quick sale. But no, it'd I, probably be me living. I'd probably it had like some amazing guest quarters, so I'm sure I'd probably try and live in that little guest <laughs> nook and just rent the whole thing out. That'd be rent me. Out.
0: So who rents mansions though? Like people do, are rich people.
1: You're, but think no, about you're it. Buying a mansion, if no, you're girl. There. People rent. If Beyonce's gonna be shooting a movie in like you know some random town, then she's gonna buy. She's gonna rent a mansion probably. Like if she's gonna be shooting a movie, you know, and like. The middle of like I don't know Tennessee, then Beyonce's probably gonna rent a mansion to live in for like for the three duration months. of the, yeah like I think that kind of thing happens. It's obviously like a specific type of person, but like
0: I just think you don't like think that? No, I'm I'm sure that's like one use case, but it doesn't seem like it's something that happens all that much. You know what mm. I mean?
1: No, I don't think it happens a lot. but I, I, I don't mean, think you
0: have like your I don't think your calendar is. Filled with rentals when you're renting out a mansion, you know what I mean throughout the year.
1: It's interesting, and I wonder because this isn't Mm -hmm. a problem I've encountered, but I yeah, but I have a feeling that like
0: I don't know know anything about that world, but that's just a guess that I'm gonna make.
1: We are not sharing Dave's shady comment.
0: No, Dave is being so shady in the chat. I just want to let you know that we um let a lot of our our. Our shade fly and we open ourselves up to an audience in order to be judged for your comedic pleasure and for ours. And sometimes we get it wrong. And I just wanna let you know the things that we hear from our spouses who don't speak up are horrible.
1: (laughs) No. We um no, we put up with a lot and I I don't Mm -hmm. talk about it because Mm -hmm. this show isn't about it's not about my journey through um through figuring out who I am and what my worth is, I apparently sometimes... <laughs> it's
0: it's also not about Wayne's World because we haven't fucking talked about
1: it, at and we're all. about to right now. Um, <laughs> Rob Lowe, the beginning of the movie, really funny scene. Um, it's sort of where it's where everything starts. We, you know, we Ione quickly...
0: Skye, Did you catch her?
1: I did not catch her, but we were trying to figure out who she was when the credits rolled, and that's who she was, and that makes that great.
0: Ione Sky. Um, she was in, um, say anything with, um, John Cusack.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Yep,
1: it's um. Probably
0: in other things, but that's just like what I know her from.
1: Rob Low and her in bed. She plays. He plays Benjamin Oliver. He's watching the public access show that Wayne's the Wayne's World show.
0: Kane. He works for Oliver Communications.
1: Oh, thank you. Sorry. Um, And she is. They're in bed together, canoodling.
0: No, I'm wrong.
1: I, yeah, I, I didn't want to fight with you. I was just like, <laughs> let's just move it along. You
0: should um, allow... You should You should fight me. You should be like, I'm looking at it right now. Oh I was God. just like, and no, it's cool. I said Go it off, in girl. my synopsis. Where did I come up with Kane?
1: I, I don't know where you come up with anything. Okay. Um, so, yeah, as I said, Benjamin Oliver, um, they're in bed together, they're watching this public access show, and he gets this idea, <laughs> and also, while they're in bed, they start, like, getting it in, and there's a pizza box on the bed, and they're just like, fuck it, and I always we're think that fu- kind of we're stuff We're fucking
0: is- next to the pizza.
1: And Dave said, that foot is about to be in that pizza box, and I was Ugh, like... Disgusting. And then I was like, and that grease is about to be all over that bed, and I realized I, I was old in that moment. Um... <laughs> So I can't just let a moment happen. It can't be spontaneous. I don't,
0: think, I don't think it makes you old or not spontaneous to be like, hey, before we move any further, let's take the one step that we could take in order to save these sheets and let's move the pizza box onto the floor. I think that's reasonable.
1: Hey, baby, let's get that pizza box off the bed before we start mm-hmm. smashing. Yeah. And what if the person's like, it no, sexy. I wanted that. That's like, that's a part of my thing.
0: I'd be like, oh... I would be like, that's cool. <laughs> but, we'll, and we'll do it when it's your sheets. But if it's my sheets? <laughs> uh-uh, honey.
1: Uh-uh. Well, baby, we'll make it over to your house next time. It'll be a whole chaotic mess. And I'll leave after.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: we also get that. We also get the suck cut um, commercial right towards the beginning. These wigs had to have been secured on these domes, man. The, the suck cut with the... um. <laughs> they're using that Gorilla Glue. They're using that Gorilla Glue. <laughs> they, um... They come out with the suck cut to like pull guard's hair off his head to, to show how good the suck cut is. They it's like a c-
0: product based on the Flobee, which. Oh. Do you know, do you know what the Flobee is? No, I don't. <gasps> okay, so the Flobee was an infomercial. I think that's what it's called. The Flobee. Let me Google it because I didn't Google it because I was, Oh, it's the Flobee. F, yeah. F L O W. BEE and it's like this thing that like it was like the one of the original infomercials I remember seeing as like a very young kid and it's like this it's basically the suck cup but it's like this vacuum thing that you put over your hair to give yourself a haircut and I'm what? sure I've never known anyone who's used it but I'm sure it's not like giving you salon style or- I don't understand the purpose what do you mean though
1: like what was it supposed to do
0: do you want me to read? Okay. The Floby is an electrically powered vacuum cleaner attachment made for cutting hair. It was developed and filed for patent in 1986 by Rick E. Hunts, blah blah blah. Hair cutting devices like Floby are used by astronauts during space, space flight missions. All right. Well done, you, Flobe. They said devices the...
1: like Floby. Like... <laughs> didn't say Floy. got the That's call
0: very very important
1: important verb it's verbiage. like oh yeah no the stuff like this is going on in outer space do you know do you got that NASA contract
0: Floby? <laughs> what I heard from my friend was okay okay so because hair particles are sucked into a container instead of floating freely inside the spacecraft okay in the absence of gravity
1: are they standard- doing haircuts on space on, on, on like well air you know air what is it what am I trying to say on, my, spaceships. on spaceships? Are they, are they doing haircuts on spaceships? I uh, to oh, me, Dave said yeah, they're up there for months. I thought they just came down with length and like
0: no, they're up there for a long time. I mean, so, I mean, some people probably prefer a shorter cut, so they gotta do what they gotta do. I just assumed I wonder, that Neil
1: Armstrong came back with some shoulder length for the girls
0: <laughs> with a fresh blowout. I don't think with I don't. Like, think, I don't. As George
1: Harrison fantasy. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: I don't think that the people who walked on the moon were there as long as, like, I don't know, people, like, I I feel like on the, like, isn't there, like, a Russian spaceship where there's someone there for, like, years at a time or something? Oh, for
1: sure. No, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that you and I don't have, really, like, a lot of knowledge about the the International Space Station.
1: I don't know a lot of (laughs) logic about, like, the, the day to day. Do I know about briefs? Do I know about, like, secure information? We, oui. we, oui. I know about all of that, but I can't talk about that here because I would mess around, I'm going to lose my clearance messing around with you in this podcast.
0: Okay, well, I'll be honest then. I'll share my truth, which is my only information about what goes on in space is... Is from me. Is from the movies.
1: Have you been using, have you been using, you've been using my Angel Fire page, I know, to look up a lot of stuff because I post some stuff on my Angel Fire page. I post some stuff on my Zanga. So if you're keeping up with them...
0: I am actually not, and I have them blocked um, for a lot of reasons. Number one, I don't. Blocked. Yeah, no, I don't,
1: No need. Oh. Rest assured, your page wasn't going to be visited. <laughs> that energy that you put towards blocking. What?
0: You could have saved it.
1: What? There's no danger.
0: I don't look. I don't want. I don't want to be part of spreading misinformation. I know that's not quite as important um, to you as a webmaster. Yeah.
1: Oh, is that right, Benjamin Kane? <laughs> Loud and wrong, that's what you are. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna get you a Flobie for Christmas.
0: Okay, almost spit out my water. I usually get the names right, which I'm actually. What do you annoyed, mean water? So.
1: That is brown liquid you're drinking.
0: Sorry, it's iced tea. Oh, okay. It's I not first,
1: I didn't know what you I was like, uh-oh, what she think? <laughs> What's going on over there? You thought that was water. <laughs>
0: Dookie water, Dave just rubbed.
1: Dave. That's right,
0: baby. He's been living with you for too long.
1: He has. You know, we call him <laughs> like we see him over here.
0: <laughs> it's ice. Tea, y'all.
1: <laughs> okay, so yeah, so the suck cut. So now I have a reference. I do love that yeah. I'm so young that I didn't get this reference. It's actually um,
0: not. It's probably just. It's, it has nothing because we're pretty much a similar age in terms of consciousness. So like, James,
1: you were a you were a PA on the set of this movie. What are you talking about, girl? <laughs> I was in school learning how to spell.
0: Look, I am less than two years older than you.
1: All right. <laughs> You can't you 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 can't wait? There's always I, there's a sweet spot that's about to come up. It's real murky where my birthday hits before Jane's does, and she she a, lives it up.
0: It's like a 12 or 13 day period. I don't know. I haven't. But
1: done you, that. but live I it up and you luxuriate it. in it, and <laughs> then were it's we're gone. <laughs> and then it's gone. And during that period, you won't be seeing me. By the way.
0: Let me live.
1: Man. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be on lockdown during that period, uh, right up until I'm- your birthday. I'm gonna pop up, <laughs> let you know like- about those two solid years between us. <laughs> Almost. I mean, close to a thousand days, Mama. Not uh, really, but <laughs> not no. even close. Um, but yeah, so that's really so that's really funny. Also, I love that the movie is set in Aurora, Illinois, but like they don't really want to commit to it being in Aurora, Illinois. Like they stay in t- they're like always talking about Chicago. And as Dave <laughs> pointed out, like er, like in the film, there is like a point sort of where Tia Carrera's character, she plays Cassandra. Um, and there's a point where like she she's like packing towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Benjamin's convinced her, her and Wayne if they're on bad terms, and or they're, they get into a fight right around this time that leads to them being on bad terms. But Wayne's mm-hmm. had this falling out with Garth. He's had this falling out with Benjamin over the show. And he goes to her apartment, her like loft, and she's packing to go to do a video shoot in Chicago. And Dave was like, so she's just been doing all this stuff at Aurora this whole time. This
0: like, is the thing! This <laughs> thing that i like can't wrap my head around it's like girl you are maybe 45 minutes from one of the greatest music cities in the world a place where tons of musical acts come come from where they're discovered and your ass is sitting pretty in aurora playing local shows like all the time like Come on, honey. You gotta be going into Chicago every single night. If you can't afford the rent in Chicago, then it's just like a train ride away. Well, it, that's the
1: thing is it's less than an hour away. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you make it happen. It was just funny that all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> oh, so you've just been hitting them up locally. All these gigs that we've been seeing you do <laughs> that I thought were like, I, I assumed were in Chicago. And it's like, no, she's just been hitting up Peoria. She's no. been hitting up She's <laughs> Peoria, Galena, St. Charles. <laughs> um, she's been getting all of them in. Go the off.
0: Name name more.
1: Waukegan. <laughs> um, I said Peoria already, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, DeKalb. I'm always gonna shut you okay. up. You know it. Shout out to Elgin, Cal. Elburn. What? What oh, else do you need? Wow. Michigan City.
0: <laughs> That's not in Illinois, baby. It doesn't matter. It's close by. <laughs> Gurney. <laughs> Look at you. You're full of them. The reason why for those, if you guys are tuning in for the first time, Brandon famously has no idea where he is at any point.
1: I know where I'm at right now. I know (laughs) I'm at. I'm on solid ground for the first time in a long time.
0: I'm glad to hear it. He has been living in the city of Chicago for what? How many years? Since 2008? I don't know. And I don't give out years. And he literally has no idea where the I know where things are. are and I need landmarks.
1: Yeah, I don't, I'm always great with streets, but a lot of people aren't really great with streets either. And do I always know what neighborhood I'm in 100% of the time? No, I don't. Not 100% of the time, but a lot of the time I do.
0: But because someone tells you we're going to Bucktown tonight, and you're like, okay, we're going to Bucktown. I mean, if,
1: if, if we're going to Bucktown,
0: we're going in a car.
1: I know that's far. There's a lot of these neighborhoods you're not gonna get me to. Not on no train. I tell you that, not on no bus. Okay, if I have to do a-, a, if I have to do a switch, if I have to get off of one to get on another, I better be it's in love happening. with you. I've got to yeah. love you.
0: No, that is true, and I have seen many, many like um, cross city relationships crumble because of the blue line.
1: You know what oh, I mean? Oh, the real, the real. That That's that's when you know, like, oh, so when you tell me you're moving to Ukrainian Village, you're telling me that we're done. This not- is
0: over. This is over. and If you're living in Rogers Park and you're dating someone in the Ukrainian Village, one of you's got to move within the year or you can't make it work. Or, or, exception, one of you has to have a car and the other one doesn't have to drive
1: Oh, yeah. Driving. For sure. For sure. Like, that kind if of thing. If you have
0: a car, that changes everything. But
1: that's true. Yeah, but if you're just purely depending on, like, public transportation, then...
0: You, the choice. thing doesn't have legs. When Tara and I first started dating, she lived in Logan Square and I lived in Edgewater Uptown. It was like...
1: Yeah, you were struggling then, I remember.
0: She, I mean, thankfully, within a few months, she moved... To Anderson, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank goodness, because it would because, have been hard to maintain it.
0: Because I, I can say with confidence, we would not be married right now if she hadn't made that move.
1: <laughs> hey, 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 there we go. And you begged her to marry you, if I remember correctly. <laughs> it worked out, though.
0: How dare you? How?
1: Dare but yeah. You? So we also we say all of that to say that this is quite the distance for a person. Also, by the way, Tia Carrera; those are all her vocals. So, oh don't go God. looking for don't go looking for, you know, the her, vocal, uh,
0: vo- the voice vocal
1: dub, actor. the voiceover because yeah. it wasn't needed for this movie. It
0: wasn't her. Take I mean, that shit over her. to
1: Disney, baby. Take that shit so over to Little Mermaid. <laughs> here's
0: the thing about Tia Carrera. I am confident that if modern day Tia Carrera came into my house and said, "Tara." I will have one night with you, but you have to shoot your wife in the leg first. Tara would be screwing on the silencer of a gun. Like, that is how much she loves oh God. Tia What's a
1: silencer going to do with you probably <laughs> letting out some
0: cattle, <laughs> some like, some caterwall? These-, <laughs> this- these vocal cords? Ah! <laughs> no! She would have told me to bite a pillow until she was done with Tia. Oh because- my God. This is Tia Tara's
1: Carrera is tutor is uh, she's she the is ultimate so gorgeous.
0: childhood crush like Tara is in love with Tia Carrera and still listens to these songs from Wayne's World on her Spotify so I know these songs like Tara just like she ha- Tara gets like Sort of, she it's very seasonal with her music. So when by the time summer comes around, she gets really into like these big hair bands and stuff like that, and music from the early '90s. And she always puts on. She has a tear career playlist.
1: Dave also did ask the the question: Why does she already have the gun in that scenario? and I think that that's interesting and he says shouldn't she then be going to buy one and wait but maybe Tia brought it with her because she seems like a hot girl so she probably knows what she probably
0: on. has one in her garter I'm sure to hand over a- to Tara
1: absolutely Tia Carrera yeah. is absolutely stunning and also Tia Carrera is still absolutely go- uh, absolutely stunning she looks yeah. the same basically so like she looks sink- as Dave pointed out last night he was like if they wanted to just like redo this they could because Tia Carrera still looks incredible yeah
0: and, she and she'd does, be like maybe. I'll still play like a 20 year old and
1: this is our second Tia Career
0: appearance on this podcast. Right? She was in True Lies, too. She was in True
1: Lies, and she gets slapped in the face by a JLC. Our girl, she Jamie does. Lee Curtis.
0: And if you guys haven't listened to True Lies, you can go ahead and listen to it after this episode. I promise. I think we talk more about the movie in the
1: True Lies episode than we no, are in this No, but one. that... But no, but it's... Okay, and then the next big thing we obviously have to talk about is Bohemian Rhapsody. It is... It is yes. an iconic scene. Also, Jane, did you notice... Mm-hmm. I okay, I noticed because I'm I was a, I was once a little gay boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Turgeson, who is the actor who plays one of their buddies, he's one of the cameramen on the show. He okay. was in the backseat of the car. He I knew him because he was getting mm-hmm. his, oh, god. I sh- I'm just uh, the things I say on here I was gonna say I, like it's just this is horrible I feel like one day it's like I'm gonna get like some like incredible job offer and I'm be like we gotta take these down they're gonna these be like you have can't to go. you can't work here um, Lee Targerson I know him from getting his back blown out by Christopher Maloney on Oz
0: um, oh, you know what? I never watched Oz. That is a series I was, that I really... Of course, you know I love anything that even mentions being a homosexual.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, and, and, and so they, yeah, you, they more than mention it, baby. That
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know what... I know Oz is in a prison, so that can get dicey. But, like, I really do want to watch a series because I totally missed that when I was a kid.
1: Oz, yeah. Which that was it when sounds I sounds like I shouldn't maybe... Have been, I shouldn't have been watching it.
0: But here's the thing. Maybe it sounds like the right thing since apparently people are getting their backs blown out. Wait, look. Okay, I watched... Look, so I watched... um,
1: So, like, I remember watching Queer as Folk and I was like, what is this? What is this Manny shit? Like, everybody (laughs) in this show was white as hell and I did not identify. And I remember I kind of watched The L Word, but I kind of didn't really do it for me. And then Oz came out, and Oz was not inherently like a gay show, by the way. Oz was just about prison life, and like homosexuality is a part of prison life. Right. So, like, Mm -hmm. or like man on man.
0: sex. Sex is
1: is a part of prison life. Not everybody identifies as a homosexual who partakes in the practice of having sex. Or even
0: queer or anything.
1: Or anything, exactly. But like, it's a part, some of the people on the show did though. And then, and it's like, it's a part of the culture. And so, like, yeah, that was a huge part of it. That's the main reason I was watching. And I do remember when the storylines would get a little bit too far away from it. I was like, okay, good for you mending your, your bridges with your family. But if I let's remember have, correctly, it's been a while. Back. We're long overdue for a shower scene. Um, and that was the first time that I ever saw Chris Maloney. And Oh, uh,
0: that's why you have That's such. the
1: very first time that I ever that I ever saw Chris Maloney and I remember being like because oh, Christopher no. Maloney's a top
0: dog for you.
1: Like, not really anymore, actually. Like, I've sort of, like... I've, I've, I'm have i sort of like, yeah, it's all right. It is what it is. Like,
0: you know, like... You as You have you're, loved him for... Like, he's... As people get older
1: and you get older sometimes, you know how it just shifts? It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. not so much, but, like, I always will have, like, a special place, you know, in my heart for Christopher Maloney. Of course. For sure. But, like, that was, yeah. like, definitely, like... I'm sure one of many times that I was like, yeah, this um so yeah but lee turgison the moment i saw him i was like oh my god that was so Christmas which one Bay. was
0: he he's one of the blonde guys? he's yeah he's one
1: of the blonde guys not the one in the belly okay. shirt but his name is lee Tergeson, and he's been in a bunch of stuff and he's a great actor he's great on the show like oh, his performance you know is great
0: what i mm-hmm. do recognize him because i was like tara isn't that the lead singer of megadeth and she was like nope
1: <laughs> she's like thanks for playing um, but like the moment I saw him, but in that Bohemian Rhapsody scene, it's this, it's this really incredible like moment. This movie is so like meta, which I don't think I was expecting. Um, it's like so self-aware in this yeah. really like fun and like refreshing way. Um, totally. but that scene. And
0: honestly, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I no. Was no say, on, I was just gonna say like, honestly, like I, I, every time we revisit a movie from, you know, the days of yesteryear, I'm always worried about how it ages. And, like,
1: This one age, this one ages pretty well.
0: Yeah, it's not, like, as, like, offensive. There are a few moments where you're like, ooh, we don't use There are use a few light moments
1: where you're like, ooh, not that. Yeah.
0: yeah, but, I mean, all in all, like, you know, I think, like, the main thing in this movie is, A, it's, like, the things that didn't age well and, you know, shouldn't have happened at the time is, like, it is, like... Th- white people in this movie which a lot of movies from the 90s are and um, it's also like just like pretty misogynistic in a lot of ways yes yeah. besides I think I like the of the character of Cassandra because she ends up standing up for herself a lot in in the in the moments of, of misogyny and I think that probably goes down to the fact that it's directed by a women a woman and it was written by um, Mike Myers and a husband and wife team so I feel like there was probably a little bit more input on that sense like she's got to be a person <laughs> no <laughs> you know? for
1: sure and yeah. she also is the most talented person in the film and like it film, is a yeah. showcase for her talents. I also read that Tia Carrere apparently smartly turned down Baywatch to do this movie, and I was like, "Well, play it this." Yeah, she probably job. she probably saw that this part was going to offer her this opportunity to like show like you know her multi hyphenate like talent and capabilities, and I mean it really yeah. did. It's really a great like just showpiece. She's the person in this movie who I think get showcased the most, like, in terms of, like, I mean, what the you, most
0: captivating person to is. watch in this movie. She
1: is. No, she does a really good job with this part. Yeah. And she also grounds it a lot, too. Like, she brings, like, a really, like, a really needed, like, sort of, like, there's something, like, just, like, organic, and, like, authentic about her that like yeah she just feels she feels like real and like truthful and like mm-hmm. and it's a very like it's a very simple like understated performance but I think she does a really great job um, I think she does a
0: great space. job because in this movie generally like the story it's it's one of those movies where like the storyline honestly isn't that important it is a movie that is made up of bits which I love yeah. I like I love all of the bits don't get me wrong That's like absolutely one of my favorite kinds of movies but but, like, it's not really about, you know, the show Wayne's World. It's not really about Benjamin trying to, like, overthrow, you know, their authority yeah. and get um, – take Cassandra out of, you know, um, Wayne's life. It's really – it is about these characters being funny in different situations. And I, I love it for that because I think, like – it, it, one of one of the very one of the things I was wondering when I was watching this movie is like what the fuck is the show Wayne's World about? Like what's well, the you, premise?
1: Well you it's like them it's just like Garth and Wayne hanging out in the in, in the basement messing around and one of the funny things is that I was actually I was reading an article that was talking about how like it sort of like was a send up like they were they were comparing it to like Bill and Ted but then they ultimately mm-hmm. said you can't like you can't call it a, a you can't call it a rip off of Bill and Ted because these characters Mm-mm. were created before Bill and Ted and mm-hmm. Also, they were comparing it to um David Letterman because David Letterman's like famous top 10 list which is something that they would do on Wayne's World sometimes like these yeah. lists um mm-hmm. they were saying it's they were saying it, in a way like that is something that it, that was inherently like Letterman but like it is its own beast altogether and also in the article they were talking about how the movie is so much more successful than the skits are like they were just saying the movie is funnier than like the source material which I thought was yeah. really interesting that um interesting. the skits being a little bit more on the silly side but the movie yeah. actually has like it, it it's anchored and it's great. And like, mm-hmm. and it and like it, and it takes you on a journey and you feel like you're in good hands and it's not like a silly movie and honestly it actually got three out of four stars from Roger Ebert which was interesting to me like and he said in the review that he was expecting this to be like a silly sort of pointless film and he found it to actually be quite smart and funny and interesting and it is and it's you know it's one of those hour and 30 wham bam thank you man it's like you're in and you're out and it's like it's
0: so easy there's a lot of laughs yes you feel good about it i love the ending where it's like three different options it's so fun yeah that's really ending. fun it's like
1: in yeah and i love the first ending where you're like this can't be it
0: yeah exactly no
1: it's it, it, it's a, it's so self aware, and I mean, and, that, and that's a really good in this case. And I, like I was saying, that the, the um, Bohemian Rhapsody se- sequence is just so funny because oh, it yeah. starts out the movie. That's the thing that I knew about Wayne's World. That was the number one thing I knew was the Bohemian Rhapsody because I knew that it like. It was this thing that, like, created this new, like, interesting queen. Like, their popularity mm-hmm. was waning in the 80s and going into the early 90s. And apparently the last two, like, album tours that they did, they didn't even come to the United States because their popularity in the U.S. was waning. And I saw that, which back is on so top.
0: unbelievable to me. Right? I can't believe it. Such an iconic band, like, with yeah. so much music and, like, has such a huge impact on, like, a mm-hmm. lot of musicians yeah. and, like just like the culture I cannot believe they wouldn't stop in the US like that blows my mind because I read that little factoid too I couldn't believe it and
1: like also and also as Dave mentioned it's you know the the film is meta and he he also mentioned that the movie gave us behind the scenes of Wayne's life like all Mm -hmm. we knew of Wayne and of the Wayne's world was um, them in the basement but this movie took us out of the basement and you know introduced a host of new characters who are part of like the Wayne's world um, like meta world, sort of like, and I and I we get we get like so many great cameos in this movie. So um, many. By the way, did you know that Brian Doyle Murray was Bill Murray's brother? Yes. I didn't.
0: Oh, you knew that. My very know. first, my very first note from watching this movie is, "Oh, hey, it's Bill Murray's brother."
1: That's so funny. <laughs> I had no. I, did Brian Doyle Murray. That? I didn't know that Brian Doyle Murray was on SNL.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: No, I swear I did not know that. I mean I, I
0: believe that. I'm just I know surprised. him because
1: I know him because he's a character actor. I actually don't he's think of everything. Brian Doyle but I don't think of Brian Doyle Murray as a comedic actor. I think of Brian Doyle Murray as like a dramatic character actor because I feel like most of the things I've seen Brian Doyle Murray in are like like dramatic like character roles, right? Am I crazy? I don't
0: I know. know. From time I'm trying to time to think he's
1: played the, like I he's played well, funny parts at, on
0: Look at his IMDb it's I'm like... because it's
1: interesting because Brian Doyle Murray is like an actor who definitely like in his own right is his own like he's not it's not like a oh, he's know, not only
0: he's not only a comedic actor or no no
1: no 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 I know I know that but I'm no I was gonna say that he's not like he doesn't ride his brother's coattails he's not like a Jim Belushi um <laughs> in that sense
0: <laughs> oh shit Jim are you listening are you fucking gonna let Brandon talk. Talk about you like that,
1: Jim. Um, I don't mean it that way. Jim's had Jim's had amazing turns. Okay, okay. the chemistry okay. that him and Courtney Thorne Smith had on uh, on according to Jim, <laughs> my God, it's one for the history books. They're right up there with um with Heaton and Allen. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but my point is that like I think of I, I Brian Doyle Murray. I just think of as like a a person like an actor in his own right, and I don't think and I. But the moment that Dave said that. And I think he said it thinking that I knew it. But the moment that he said it, I looked at Brian Murray's face and was like, Of course, that's Yeah,
0: I mean, they look brother. so much better. They alike. look so
1: similar. And they're like, it's like, they're like two of like nine. They have like, it's like a lot of them. Yeah. Are they, they Irish? A lot. Are they Irish?
0: I, I would assume with the last name like Murray, but I don't know. I don't know. I always think of him as, from um, Caddyshack because. Caddyshack, oh, yeah. Caddyshack is my mom's favorite movie. Oh, wait, so. no, I'm
1: not thinking of Caddyshack. I've never seen Caddyshack before. What? No, I've never seen it.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it in years.
1: It's got Can my wonder... boy Dangerfield in it, though, isn't he?
0: Um, you wouldn't believe the cast, buddy. Is J- is J- Dangerfield in it? Right? Yeah, Dangerfield's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I but... used to, I used to be obsessed with Rodney Dangerfield. So it's funny that what? I haven't seen this movie. I used to think Rodney Dangerfield was so funny when I was growing up. Like I. I would watch like I Rodney Dangerfield hated and I would,
0: Dangerfield. Did you really? I, oh my I god. I I would hear his stand up and it would it would make my skin crawl. But I remember him specifically <laughs> from cuz I was just like I hated the things he was saying. I hated I I just didn't like him. Oh and no. I, he he didn't get no respect from me. I can't wait Dangerfield. I
1: stand. What a
0: weird thing.
1: To I used me. to be like I used to like kill over laughing at Rodney Dangerfield stand up. I thought it was so funny.
0: And have I have you seen them? Have I get you seen no respect. That? No, it's not. It's so good. <laughs> no, have you seen? That movie that he was in, uh, this has been a request. Someone requested us to do the movie Ladybugs. Have you seen that movie? Have
1: you seen Ladybugs?
0: I have, but not since I was a tiny kid. I, I
1: have not have seen Ladybugs since I was a small child, but okay. I remember loving it. Because you know who else is in Ladybugs?
0: Jonathan Brandis.
1: No, Jack Hay.
0: <gasps> is she?
1: She's the assistant coach. She's the okay. assistant soccer coach in Lady in Ladybugs. <gasps>
0: Well, we should add that to our list. It has we will. been a request. It has been a requested movie that we.
1: Did. I honestly do not remember it, but I remember being a kid, and I remember my grandparents at HBO. Yeah, sorry to flex. And I remember, <laughs> I remember watching Ladybugs because it was always playing on HBO, and I would just watch it over and over again whenever it would play. Like I never, I used to do Ladybugs. My, Naked Gun was sister, another movie I would do that
0: with. Oh, Naked Gun! I fucking loved all the Naked oh, Gun so ones. I was good. like, I was like this. <laughs> my friends is comedy.
1: <laughs> Did you Wait, have you seen Airplane, chain?
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh, we I used love to Airplane. We used it's to own it as a kid. But uh, because, again, these are the kinds of movies that like my mom loved. My mom loves. This loved. is surprising to me. Your I mom? Mean, she's, yeah, she loved Caddyshack and Airplane. I remember she huh. loved those movies. For I sure. would so
1: never I... have expected that. That's yeah. so...
0: Funny. She, my mom, as she says, she uh, likes a lot of different kinds of movies. It's For like, sure. For sure, of sa- course. In the same way that I do. But she, one of her favorite things is what she calls, quote unquote, stupid movies. And she, it, those are two of like her But babies.
1: there are, but hold on. But there are stupid movies that are just stupid movies. And those movies are actually like no, no, really, no. really like she, smart funny yes. movies.
0: I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Her phrase is stupid movies because she thinks that comedy is just no, like so I, ridiculous, but it, they're not actually stupid it's movies. It's like no, it's like it's yeah. like stupid at its
1: best. It's like it's right. like exactly. it's like it's people that are that are so aware of the joke. Like it's one of those mm-hmm. things. And interestingly enough, we were talking earlier about like comedic actors and like people turning into like dramatic dramatic actors turning into comedic actors or whatever. And I was right. like Leslie Nielsen was like a person who like Though like those movies like completely like revamped his career because before I that didn't Leslie Nilsen, Know that Leslie Nelson I been, thought like,
0: he was just like white haired comedy king. No,
1: he no he was like a really big like dramatic actor for a long time, and then I these had movies no like idea. revitalized his career. They didn't even know if he was going to be able to like carry this kind of material until the movies, and then it's like. That shit. When I was a kid, I tell you, those Naked Gun movies used to like do it for me.
0: Oh my god, me too. I was like, this is the funniest thing that anybody's ever done at any point. At any, we point. know though. Now
1: we know that there's some problematic stuff. Oh, in... all of
0: these movies, all these movies, Caddyshack, all the Naked Guns, Airplane, so fucking problematic. If we today. do
1: any of these movies in the show, we will be addressing all of that. Yeah, um, I mean, as so we... much. But. Shit. Yeah, that Anna Nicole, that Anna Nicole stuff is like
0: <gasps> Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched that in the
1: I haven't either. I just remember that because it was like it like it is seared in my brain. Like that one yeah. scene, but yeah. I but I don't remember. Also, Okay, we got to get back in the movie. Also, also,
0: Priscilla Presley,
1: also, what a surprise. Yes,
0: yes, I remember that. I remember putting that together that that was modern day Priscilla Presley and Priscilla Presley from like the Elvis years and having my mind blown. Me too, this Be the same person. That was like how I learned what aging is. And OJ. Oh my god, OJ. I forgot. (laughs) OJ (laughs) <laughs> movies. talk about problems
1: when when the talk about aging well when that yeah. movie came out i remember i was I, i'd already seen the movie and then when the whole when everything happened with oj and nicole um and ron goldman all of that stuff when all that happened i remember being like hey let's think of- it's the guy from <laughs> Caddy shit. I mean, it's the guy from uh, Naked Gun. What's going on? No, like, no idea about his football career or anything. Because Oh, you
0: know, I did not little... know. I had no idea O.J. Simpson was a football player, probably until, like, well after the trial. I didn't know anything about him besides being, like, an actor and being in Naked Gun. But I don't think I, like, God, I don't, I barely remember the O.J. child because I was so young. But why are you laughing?
1: I can't mention it. Okay. We we'll have to cut it. We we'll have to cut this whole thing now. Anywhere? No. Dave just sent me a message. You have to cut this now, Dave. Dave just sent me a message. That said, "Good job mentioning Goldman." I hate him.
0: <laughs> we're not cutting that. We're leaving it.
1: in. No, we're not leaving it in because it's because I was like debating. I was like, I was like, no, out of respect. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna say no, but like Dave apparently sensed my like tentativeness. And I did kind of say it really quickly, too. When
0: you said Ron Goldman, my first thought was like, oh, right. Like, like that's the other guy. And then I was like, wait, who is Kato Kalin?
1: Kato Kalen was the roommate. Kato Kalen was living, he was the house guest of OJ. He was living in OJ's guest house behind OJ's mansion. And he was one of the people that I think was like, I heard OJ like, you know, I heard juice climbing over the gate, and like I think that that was maybe mm. that area by his like guest house is where they maybe found like blood evidence or like a glove. We've or officially
0: something. lost. Control We've got of to stop. We're
1: back podcast. on. We're back on track, <laughs> and we're talking, and we're just talking about a bunch of stuff we don't know a lot about, <laughs> and we're probably giving out a lot of misinformation. Um, so moving on,
0: <laughs> we are so bad at oh, our yeah, job. It's too much.
1: Okay, we're back. Um, Laura's
0: flamboyal.
1: Laura Flynn Boyles in the mix. I was actually... Okay, so right before Laura Flynn I love, like, the beginning of the scene. First of all, the friend, after they sing Bohemian Rhapsody, that they pick up, who... Is he... He just strung out? (laughs) Yeah. He seems like he's he's going through some sort of, like, recovery from something.
0: So, I think he's supposed to be, like... I think they say he's, like, partied out, is the phrase that I use. Also, this is an entire movie about, like, stoners that, like... Don't smoke weed. Like, I was gonna not... say we <laughs> never see them smoke weed, and you I'm sure in
1: 1992. You but you even know they're
0: dr- you don't even
1: but see them drink no. either. But you know they're stone though. You know that, they... of
0: course. This is a movie about stoners. But I'm sure. Like, I'm
1: sure they were like, "You, we can't."
0: Yeah, not we, if we can't, want that PG-13 rating. <laughs> but like, you never even see them with a beer. But uh, their friend who
1: is going—that's so interesting. Through. I didn't even notice that, Jane. That's such a good yeah. point. You mm-hmm. never see them drink or smoke. Not even smoke a cigarette. They don't know. You never see them do no, anything, really. No, like, I don't
0: think anybody smokes no cigarettes in this movies, which is no. rare for an early '90s movie. Yeah,
1: that's a good point.
0: You think like a Rob Lowe's character would be like smoking
1: maybe see him cigarettes. with um, with uh, one of those uh, Marlboro ladies?
0: Yeah, a Virginia Slim.
1: Virginia Slim. What is a Marlboro lady? I what don't know,
0: that? but I was like, I was guessing. I meant, <laughs>
1: I meant Vir- Vir- Virginia Slim, and I said mm-hmm. a Marlboro lady. Oh, Did you God.
0: hear? Okay, so <laughs> Marlboro lady. <laughs> Should I pitch that to Marlboro? I honestly think like trademark, 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 nobody can take that, Brandon. You can make a lot of money. I it's smoke not a Marlboro ga- lady. It's well, not not gonna, gonna be it's not gonna be clean money. You're gonna be responsible for the death of a lot of people. Would
1: you care if if you yes. had offered a... okay, would you really? I, uh, if okay. you got offered a job... Ask, hold on. If you got offered a job making $500,000 a year um, doing, like, working on ad campaigns for... Uh, is Marbro or Marlboro still around?
0: Yeah, Marbro's still around. Yeah,
1: if, for working for Marbro, Would you take no, that I job?
0: Would, no, I would never take that job. I would never, ever do that.
1: For a million dollars a year? No. For $10 million a year? No!
0: A no! A game
1: changer for us. You are a liar (laughs) i know you you
0: take you take the half a million no i would not do that i would
1: i'd have i'd have a really hard conversation with with like my core group um i'd probably have a really my goal would probably be that
0: i wouldn't be able to fucking sleep at night brandon you wouldn't take that job and neither would i and we both know it
1: for 10 million dollars
0: no, because like, what am I going to do with $10 million when it is mm-hmm. absolute blood money?
1: That would absolutely be one of the thoughts that was brought, brought up in the conversation. And that would, and I'd have to figure out what it was. I have a question for you. If I'm, if I took that job and if I made $10 million annually and I, uh-huh. you know, and I was like, you know, T and J like for Christmas when you I was like, I want to, I want to get you guys a home. Like, I want to buy you a house. I bought you this house. It's a uh, like a house that That's costs where like... things
0: get a little more complicated.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet they do, don't they? Yeah. You're not better than me, Jane.
0: I, okay, but technically in this scenario, what am I supposed to say? Like, don't, don't like... If I I'm was sorry. like, Jane, if I, I, I
1: literally, you open a box and it has... Brandon, it, let me tell has... you
0: something. You would not take that job because I, I don't think Dave would let you. I wouldn't let you. I would be like, you cannot take that fucking job
1: you know what I would do what? I would entertain the idea of taking the job and I would write a scathing expose about them Mm.
0: after a couple
1: years of like
0: (laughs) good hard work a couple years of collecting that 10 mil salary (laughs) something tells me
1: that you'd be sitting right next to me on that yacht though And something tells me that you'd be singing from your from your little house that I bought for you. Something tells me you'd be on the back porch singing a different tune. You'd be talking little? about the complications of, from house? your really from your really beautiful <laughs> brownstone. Something tells me that you'd be sitting on the back porch with that margarita, like, you know what? The thing about judgment is that it cripples <laughs> us. This is, yeah, you'd be singing a different tune with you know that fresh blowout. Do? Okay, <laughs> wearing that fucking Gucci. Because I okay. know you.
0: Here's what I would do. I would be like, thank you for this free house. Um, That's so kind of you. Now that I have this and and, um, the universe has gifted me this incredible opportunity, I'm going to devote my life to advocacy. No, you're not. (laughs) I know you. I, I would make several donations. Jane, you too. don't even want to go
1: to the grocery store. What are you talking about? <laughs> Those charities will be calling you, girl. You're supposed to be here. You'd be at home. I have a tummy ache. Binging uh, binging a new K drama. That's where you'd be.
0: <laughs> like a
1: like on your gorgeous like living room set. I know you, girl. <laughs> your humidifier going like these these damn allergies
0: <laughs> you you've heard they're contagious right oh my god uh,
1: our like, private I'll chef just... must have done something weird last night with the tartare
0: you know what i think this is covid <laughs> jane you've had covid for six
1: times. yeah you got that long <laughs> covid girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, it's nice to think. I also, I love that they call this cop when they're going into the donut shop. They call him a pig to his face, and he's like I know, loving it's it. So
0: good. It's, and he's like, it's, ha, ha, ha. "You're white, I, so it's cool. <laughs> You're white, so I'm okay with it." But I also, the conversation with the cop is so unnecessary. and it's- just for a bit. I don't know yeah, if you yeah. noticed that, but I was like, I was like watching it, and I was like, "This doesn't do anything. This is just a bit." <laughs> I was like, like, it's good. L-
1: nothing is a, nothing is advanced through no. the conversation with the cop. <laughs> also, we get that we get that. I guess you call it a cameo, but it's Ed O'Neill, baby. He's running yes. the donut shop, which was so, which was so funny. I like that his character things got a little bleak. I also like that this is like this things is after good. like. Married with children's on the air and it hit. So it's like really funny that like Ed O'Neill like got the call and was like, Sure.
0: Why not? Why not? Well that's what I was like I I was like, Oh it's Al Bundy. I was like, is this out like, did we already have Al Bundy? And I looked up and it was like, Yeah, we did. He was no, he was doing it.
1: He was already like doing it, um, and then we I... also we get like so obviously Tia Carrera's character Cassandra is like the love interest of Wayne, but then Garth has his would be love interest who is Dream Woman played by Donna Dixon, who is Dan Aykroyd's wife.
0: I know that is the funniest part to me because I'm like I had no idea, no she was Dan idea up growing up. Yeah, and like, I do, mean, do you remember her? Yeah, of course I remember. I think in the next well. Actually, I'm not going to give it away because we can. You haven't seen any of the. Week. I haven't. I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, the secret. I just, I of course I remember her. Like this movie, I have seen probably like I don't even I I can't even quantify, but I'm sure it's like in the hundreds. Like oh wow.
1: Okay. So I didn't. I had no idea you that you had seen this movie before
0: or that many times. It- I mean, maybe I'm exaggerating. I don't know how many times I fucking see this movie, but it's so many times. But you've seen a lot, like, yeah. It's just like it was such a part of like the the culture that like it was always on. It was always playing. Someone always had it at their house. One how year, did I
1: miss this movie? I, I don't
0: know. This One year, I remember. That so, we used to go trick or treating every year with our friend Julia. Me and my sister, we would go with our friend Julia, and Georgia and Julia both wanted to. The, they, I can't remember exactly what the idea was, but they both wanted to be Garth from Wayne's World, so they were both dressed up as Garth, no Wayne, <laughs> for one year. Wayne. And I was like, I think I was Elvis that year, like totally unrelated to their costume. Like I could have been Wayne, but no, I wanted to be something else. And so <laughs> I remember going trick or treating with Georgia and Julia dressed as like two different Garths. One That's year, really I don't remember what year it was, but some at some point in the nineties.
1: Is that like being between a rock and a garth place? <laughs> I, <hate you. laughs> I also I think that it's okay. So one of the moments in the movie that I turned to Dave and I was like, "Oh, you could never say that now." There's a moment in the movie where um Rob Lowe's character Benjamin is trying to He's going to take this show, he's got nefarious intense, but at this point he's still sort of like courting like Wayne and Garth and trying to get them, you know, to agree to sign over, to sign the contract basically to make this show, mm-hmm. um, a vehicle that he can use, um, for the purposes of like promoting Noah's Arcade. Noah's Arcade is run by the, uh, Brian Doyle Murray character and he wants to use a show. But he's also got designs on Cassandra, who is Wayne's girl. And not like Wayne's property, but Wayne's girlfriend. And right. um, yeah, for sure. I wanted to, you know, I know. I'm to be on the right side of history. Thank
0: you for clarifying. Thank yeah. you.
1: Um, and so there's a moment where they're at his apartment, which Dave was like, I think this building's on Addison. It's like, it's like the apartment, it's a high rise that like Benjamin lives in. And it's so funny because at one point Garth is Did like, Did they oh
0: shoot in Chicago? I, I didn't come across that.
1: I I think they shot a lot of this movie in Chicago. There were points where Dave was pointing out, like, specific. He was like, that's Milwaukee at one point. Toronto. Oh, Toronto.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, they did go to Milwaukee to film yeah, yeah, outside yeah, 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 scenes yeah, yeah, yeah. in Milwaukee. Because, like, there were things that, like, you just can't not film. But, um... Second unit was shot in Chicago, okay. Okay, so they did have some stuff in Chicago. Was anything in Aurora? I, is that Donut Place actually in Aurora? No. No. Okay. All right. Good to know.
1: So, there's a scene where they're at the apartment and they're ordering... They're in LA. Okay. Donut places in LA. Um, There's a point where they're ordering... um, They're, like, ordering food on the phone. And then, like, Rob They're ordering Chinese food. And Rob Lowe is about to be calling the Chinese food place. And then he turns to Cassandra and he goes, (laughs) Or, do you want to place the order? I know. And I was like, file that under things that you could... Never, Never do now. <laughs> like
0: And then she's like, No, I'm good. I trust you, like whatever. And then he starts he starts ordering in Cantonese on the phone. And it's like I does. don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean I've ordered a lot of food, and I don't. I've never tried to speak the language in which um, the kind of cuisine I'm ordering.
1: Well, also, you don't always know 100% the person on the other end of the phone is.
0: 100%. <laughs> I used to work at like a Chinese Japanese fusion place, and I was the one who picked up the phone and took like takeout orders. And let me tell you, I don't know.
1: You'd have been ill prepared.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But I was thinking about how horrible that would have gone if somebody said that and this is where the airplane joke came up cuz I was I said today would be like that would like be like if somebody like was at, we were at somebody's house and they were ordering Harold's fried chicken and they were like Brandon do you want to take the phone <laughs> order and then we were talking, I was like, yeah. And then they're like, Brandon, you speak Jive, right? And then that's when we started talking about Airplane.
0: Um, One of the things I do remember about Airplane is that I watched it again as an adult and it is, it is shockingly racist in a way oh, yeah.
1: that like oh, for most sure.
0: comedy movies, like, you know, they dabble in it. The Airplane is goes right in.
1: Yeah. Airplane is definitely giving you the whole, what's the big, what's the big idea? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, okay, here we go. Southeast, yeah, Benjamin um, Benjamin's High Rise is the southeast corner of Waveland Avenue and North Pine Grove ah, Avenue in okay. Chicago. All okay. right, we see you. We see you keeping it accurate. Um, right. And then also. That's like
0: Wrigleyville, Lakeview area, right? Yeah. Uh, you don't know. I don't. I don't. The moment <laughs> I said it, I
1: was like, you know, you don't know what they're talking about. Um, you mentioned earlier Laura Flynn Boyle, who... Uh,
0: Laura Flynn Boyle? She
1: plays the character of Stacy, who's, like, loosely based on, like, an ex-girlfriend of Mike Myers, who actually did give him a gun rack after breaking up with him, which I thought was really funny. And she that thought it was, hilarious. like, a funny gift. And then, like, saw the movie and was, like, shocked to see, like, parts of, like, her, like, her relationship with him, like, acted out on screen, which I was, like... She was
0: apparently humiliated, which was, like... <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> if anybody wrote anything that had anything to do with me in any part of the movie and I knew about it, I don't think I'd be humiliated. I think I would just, even if it didn't make. I me mean, look this it.
1: character is like.
0: I know this character. This character is the trope of like the crazy ex girlfriend, which I hate. This is where a lot of misogyny comes in. It's like, you know, men are always like, "Oh, my ex girlfriend is crazy," and it's like, nine times out of ten. It's just you were horrible to her. So. <clears throat> yeah,
1: it's like the craziness was literally her just being like, Hey, like I'd like to be treated with some sort of like equity in this relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you stop cheating on me and calling me a bitch?
0: Oh my yeah. god, she's out of control. <laughs> she's out of her goddamn mind. <laughs> Dude, you broke up with her,
1: right? She's crazy. Remember that day <laughs> when she was just crying? Yeah, right after I boofed her sister. <laughs> um <laughs> boofed her sister. <laughs> And also, as Dave pointed out earlier, we were talking about the cop, and Dave noted, he was like, yeah, maybe he was only, he's like, yeah, he's like, I think he was just there to sexually assault, to give rectal exams to Benjamin later. It was like, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I know, and I watch these movies, and I'm so like, oh, that's not okay. Like, there's a moment when the cop is like, as a diversion tactic, when they're trying to save the show, um, oh, right. the cop detains Benjamin, and like... Gives him a rectal exam, I guess, on the side of the road,
0: and yeah. I was like,
1: "That's not okay." And then I'm like, oh, "I know it's for the sake of," con-. I was like, "He was sexually assaulted."
0: <laughs> I know, and it's like it's it's such a fine line in between, like being like, "That was fucking funny," to so like, that, you know what I mean, like, just like. I- your guard is always up with those yes. kinds of things, particularly when you watch older movies that make a joke out of something. It's like, that could be like a very traumatizing experience. It is like- such an it
1: is such a hard line because it's yeah. like, and I know, and it's funny because like Dave's talked to me before and like we've watched movies with like the twins and like they'll be like, and they'll be like a movie. And like, I'm sure Jessica just just like, oh, I'm going to show them this movie that was like funny to me when I was a kid or like when I was yeah. a teenager. And then the girls will be like, like that person didn't give consent. Or something, and Jessica's like, "Oh, you're right." Like,
0: how uh, <laughs> these are these are family friends. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, into. for sure.
0: How old are the twins now?
1: They are about to turn eleven. That's insane. Um, but they like, but, yeah, they have conversations around things like consent and like that, and, like you know appropriation no it's yeah. great but it's like it is interesting because it's like these movies that we grew up with and then we look like these like messy trolls like
0: <laughs> yeah know. no you're right it wasn't funny <laughs> yeah.
1: and he's like yeah.
0: uh like erect, unnecessary rectal exams <laughs> and also it, and the thing
1: is that it's sort of like it has an exclamation point on it because when because it's how all of the, the three endings the dream sequences start is with Rod Lowe's character getting out of the car and running into the building and he's running into the building this sort of of like delicate waddle to sort of like be, <laughs> like which like denotes some sort of like situation where potentially there's been some disruption to the sphincter area um, and like maybe there's talk around a fissure of some sort so it is like it's, it's a lot it's real dicey <laughs> um, but he also just pushes through and it's like he doesn't go inside and say like yeah I was assaulted also
0: sure. <laughs> he's like well look we gotta, we gotta end the Mom's movie mum's
1: the word like, and but you know
0: this is... <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about
1: it yet yeah well let's chalk it up to boys will be boys right oh god <laughs>
0: Um, One of the things that I found interesting watching this movie this time around was how little, like, how little Wayne and Garth are involved in the production of their own show. Oh, yeah. No idea what's going on. They literally show up, like, the day of, like, shooting, and, like, they start recording. They don't know there's a new theme song. They don't know who their guests are. They're not involved in, like, creating any of the questions that they're asking for the guests, and I was just like, you know, this is... Like insane, like they're just running around playing street hockey, waiting for their show to be ready.
1: Well, it's also interesting because it doesn't seem like like it's not like Wayne shows up and it's like, hey, I'd love to like get an like what are the questions that we have on the on the docket today. It's yeah. also like when they tell him they tell him like that because the whole thing obviously as Jane mentioned earlier in the synopsis, um, but the whole thing is that they want to use this show as like an opportunity to just like basically promote like. Noah's Arcade and yeah. the character of Noah, like, shows up. And they're like, oh, your guest is Noah. After, like, Wayne sits on the couch. And it's like, and Wayne's shocked. It's like, who did you think the guest was going to be? Was there a person that you talked to them about? Like, right, every, exactly. Just like, very, you didn't like,
0: line up Whoa. anything. And <laughs> also, like, you're, you're, the only guest, we, the guests on Wayne's World suck. Because the only guest we've ever seen before is, like, the suck-up suck guy. The suck guy. And it's like, I was like, why the hell did you book him? What's he talking about? Like. and Yeah, and he's
1: like, and he probably thought he was going to be, like, the suck guy. Guy, the suck cut guy too and then he yeah. shows up and like oh it's no he's like no but we thought we are going to do more of that suck cut stuff and they're like not today baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> like why wouldn't you invite your hot talented girlfriend who has a band as like a guest on the show to like, give her like make some it exposure? make sense yeah. make <laughs> it make sense um yeah, they're phoning it the fucking. Oh my god! Also,
1: I thought it was—I re- always love like little like cultural like talking points. I mm-hmm. like there was a moment where we saw like a poster of like Claudia Schiffer as like the guest girl, and I like forgot yeah. that it was such a thing to be a guest girl. Like oh, the aforementioned yeah. Anna Nicole Smith was famously mm-hmm. a guest girl, but it's just like that's how she that became was, like that's huge. Yeah, but it's like crazy to like remember that that was like a thing. Like we don't have anything that that equivalent. Like we don't have like. A jean company or denim company that you could be like asked to be the spokesperson for, and it would be like a moment, like a cultural moment right now. I feel like,
0: yeah, no, I don't think so because there's so much saturation. That's yeah. the difference between like the 90s and now. But I was thinking about what the 90s day, di- the 90s or the today's equivalent to like Wayne and Garth would be. And I think it would be like a TikTok star, like TikTok. Um,
1: you don't think people... YouTube? You think it'd be TikTok?
0: I think it would be TikTok
1: because,
0: I mean, it could be YouTube. I see, but see, I
1: think that Wayne's World is a little bit more long form. So that's why I would think, like, YouTube... Wayne's World
0: is long form, but there actually Mm -hmm. what we see of their bits their bits are actually quite short so maybe you're right i don't know anything about zoom in cam and the like top 10 list that could be all done in like a 59 second tiktok video you're way
1: more informed with what's going on on tiktok than i am you do a lot of tiktoking yourself right or do you just watch other people's content and judge them
0: (laughs) (laughs) what whose content do i judge baby boy
1: I mean, I don't know. I just assume. If it's you're gonna,
0: everything. if you if you're gonna fire shots, you better be able to back them up. I'm
1: sure you judge. Do you judge Donald Trump's content?
0: Of course I do, and you would too. I don't think he's on TikTok. I, I have no idea what he does. I don't care what he does. What about your I girl,
1: don't... Marjorie Taylor Green, your high school <laughs> classmate?
0: <laughs> How fucking dare you?
1: Do <laughs> you judge what she's putting
0: up? I do. But not because I have any affiliation with her. But I don't think she... I don't think any uh, crazy right-wing people are on those platforms because they get themselves banned, don't they?
1: Well, I guess so. Now that we got Elon, although apparently he's in talks, he's changing his mind he's waffling a little bit. Um, But, yeah. Also, uh, also, one of the moments where I was like, ooh, that was like overtly sexual. It was the moment we're doing the Claudia Schiffer uh, guest girl ad where... Where Wayne said, very high on the strokeability scale. And I was like, that was probably as like, that was as like blue as it got.
0: Well, I mean, they do the whole swing. thing. Oh, for sure.
1: Which I yeah. didn't even know what swing was. This was. This was me realizing what that noise was supposed to be.
0: It's a boner.
1: Yeah, I did not know that.
0: You did not know that. It's no, such a, the thing that blows my mind is like that's such a cultural thing. I think.
1: But I never knew that that's what people were doing when they were going schwing. <laughs> and when I say people, I these I've never met a person in real life.
0: I don't think shwing. I've ever met a person who's done schwing in real life. But
1: maybe I'll be that person for the world, though. You know.
0: I mean, you. Would,
1: not all heroes wear capes. You know that.
0: You would be thirty years too late, Brandon. But we'll go see off. If I can that bring it back. Hey,
1: everybody's wearing high waisted jeans again. I've been seeing bell bottoms out there. Oh so my maybe God. it's time for a reset, you know? I saw you in a pair of bell bottoms, didn't I?
0: No, I don't own any oh, bell bottoms.
1: I'm surprised that you haven't really gone full in on this like feathered feathered hair moment. That's really
0: Well, I happened. did I if you'll remember in like the winter, I sort of did have that look going, but it's grown out. I'm getting my hair done this week. It's been a, I've been in a, uh, it's been a tough hair journey for me
1: the last You're um, fine probably. Six months. Um. Have you thought about, <laughs> have you thought about getting like a perm?
0: It, to like curl my hair? Yeah. Like permanently?
1: Yeah.
0: I, um, I have not thought about that. No. Why? Is that a suggestion from you?
1: I'd be interested to see what it looked like. I think it'd be an interesting, like, experiment.
0: Well, you know, I feel like if I want to do curls, I can go ahead and just use a curling iron. Boo. I don't want to be committed to, like, a a, a Little Orphan Annie look.
1: I would love to see you with, like, a white woman's (laughs) afro.
0: (laughs) And just, like, go full-on Rachel Dolezal.
1: Exactly. Start using some of that bronzer you were using when I first met you. What bronzer
0: (laughs) Did I over tan myself when I first my ear?
1: You were you were just down with that G T L gym tan laundry situation. That the jersey short. You you know you always had like a little a little extra glow to you. I thought you were black for a while.
0: <laughs> Wait, I can't tell if you're joking or not because I've never done that before. I'm I've... just talking. I'm just talking. Okay, I was that... like I was like, did I go through a period where I was using a lot of bronzer? I did not. No.
1: No, the only reason I thought you're black is because if I've really used the N word for a while there. <laughs> but once I talked to you once I talked to you about that, you said I didn't know, I'm sorry. And I appreciated that.
0: I, I'm gonna go on record saying that no, that didn't happen. But
1: oh God, I guess I'm just wrong on all fronts today. Did you
0: <laughs> yeah, In these cases, yeah.
1: <laughs> did you like seeing the throwback to the cashier's checks?
0: I did. I did. I haven't seen a cashier's check in years.
1: One thing I that thought, I thought,
0: I'd like $5,000, but I also can't believe that they signed that contract without looking. Like,
1: all, so like, I felt like that $5,000 was nothing.
0: It and was not enough. They signed with,
1: well, many we questions answered.
0: They signed it their whole show for like $5,000. I assume there was more coming. I think that was just like the initial payment. Right? I
1: follow yes oh oh I yeah no I think there's supposed to be more coming after they after they played ball I really right. have to show you by the way I it was on IG it's this IG that I follow that just puts up like really random like campy shit but mm-hmm. they had like a series there are these commercials that Lauren Bacall did for like an instant coffee company <laughs> in like the 1980s and they what? are so good and it's all it's decaf it's like all decaf instant coffee. But they are so that good. That sounds it's like, like my
0: worst nightmare.
1: Oh my god, they're so good. It's High Point Coffee. And it is just like... And she's like... It's just so good. Like, every one of the commercials... She's like, you're probably... At, she's like, you're probably wondering why... You're probably wondering why I'm drinking caffeinated. Well, I don't need help in the caffeine department. Thank you very much. This decaf will do just fine. But it's like, every commercial, it like starts from like the point of view of like this defensive woman who's like... <laughs> (laughs) Got to explain to the world why she doesn't have caffeine in her coffee. And it's always like, well, I'm on the way to a busy, I'm on the way to a busy theater, to a busy theater (laughs) outing. And no, no, I don't need caffeine, by the way. I am full of jolt all by myself. I'm a woman who lives a fabulous active lifestyle and I just want the taste. So stop. (laughs) Stop <laughs> hounding me about the fucking caffeine. There's none in this coffee and I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: I'd I mean, like just... to sleep tonight. Thank you very
1: much. <laughs> thank you very much. I'm happy with my life and the decisions I make. So save it for your mama. Um, but it's I keep like, meaning to send it to you. She's so just like, going like calm. fully
0: off script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It's like this isn't, this feels like this isn't about the coffee anymore. This
0: wasn't the concept we agreed on, Lauren. Like You've gotten really specific
1: <laughs> with names. We don't know who Brenda is, but apparently she's <laughs> apparently really, she's really got you, you don't like her Um. so that's really funny also I want to mention earlier during the scene where he's wooing Cassandra and he takes her to the roof and then there's like the secondhand embarrassment of like the Stacy character she literally goes up to Garth is in line to go to the bathroom and he and he's asked, she's asking about Wayne and Garth is like hey maybe you should like leave him alone I think that he's like happy not being with you and then she's like well what should I do and he's like find somebody else and she grabs a random man who's just walking by fresh from the leaker And she takes him up... a
0: leaker. Isn't that what they call it? I've never heard it, but I like
1: it. Maybe we should... I don't know. It sounds... That does sound... Anyway, she gets him up to the roof, and Cassandra and Wayne are there, and she's trying to make him jealous. And, like, she's, like, on the roof, like, canoodling (laughs) with this dude, and she's, like, looking over her shoulder constantly to make sure that, like, from an optic standpoint, Wayne is understanding that, like, she's getting her world rocked. But it is so cringe, and, like, she's, like, (laughs) grabbing the guy and, like, putting his hands on her body, and it's just, like... (laughs)
0: There's nothing more cringe than someone trying to make someone jealous who is not interested.
1: And and full and you're fully staring at them and not even invested in like your romantic partner. It's just like,
0: oh you touched me there. Pleasure. <laughs> I love this. I'm famously loving this. <laughs>
1: oh, this is my body, but why do I feel like melted butter?
0: I'm goo in your hands. Ew.
1: Okay, she didn't like that. Um I don't like
0: the word goo. <laughs> I don't feel like you should ever be using the word "goo." Well, I think we, I think we need to stop using
1: the. I think we need to stop referring to it as a word, first of all. (laughs) It's it's more of a vibe, you know. It's
0: it's more of a sound. (laughs) Oh well,
1: there I go, and and there goes the goo I left. (laughs) It could be anything. It could be like a cookie. Yeah,
0: it could be anything. Use your imagination. What a weird place. Worse,
1: like a cookie, or like you know, like an almond, maybe like a loose almond. No, goo is never a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what it is for sure. If you go in Merriam-Webster's right now, they're not going to pull anything up when you put in goo.
0: <laughs> Are you so confident about that? I'm oh, pretty Obvious. confident, right? Nope, it is in there. A sticky slimy substance. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> I've been cornered. <laughs>
1: also... I thought it was really funny in the movie that I love, I love sort of like the question mark around Wayne and Garth's ages too. It's oh my like, god. It's They're never clear. They're how- in their 30s. Like- <laughs> well it's, well Wayne well actually it's funny because Mike Myers was like 27 but I didn't realize that, I did not realize that Dana Carvey was like 8 years older than Mike Myers. Dana I had Carvey no is, idea. Dana Carvey is I think, I think Wayne is 28 or 29 uh, Mike Myers and I think that um, Dana Harvey's like 37, something like that, which is really surprising to me.
0: Wow because I didn't know I, that. I, I was just like assumed I, I assumed they were similar in age. Also w-
1: there's a moment where he says we're actual Garth actually does say a haiku when they get to the studio and they're looking at the studio for the first time and Garth says, I mean we're looking down on Wayne's basement only that's not Wayne's basement. And then um and then Wayne goes, that was That was a haiku. And it was a real haiku. And I,
0: was, I missed that. Five seven five.
1: Five seven five, baby. I didn't Yeah, count Jane. To. We all know you went to Montessori school. We get out. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we learned what a haiku was. Well, we were all learning arithmetic.
0: Um so <laughs> also <laughs> Shout out to mom and dad.
1: (laughs) Look, we celebrate all kinds of knowledge here, baby. Um, Yeah,
0: That's why you're getting your PhD and I'm not.
1: Getting. Yeah, we'll see if they give it to me at the end of the day. Um, Also, when in Chicago, when they go to Chicago, um, there's the moment where Garth Garth walks into... This is the funny thing. When they walk into Benjamin's apartment, he's like, this is definitely the kind of place I'm going to get when I move out of my parents' house. (laughs)
0: such a good line.
1: <laughs> but it also you like, but also you feel like, wait, Dave, what'd you say, Dave? No, it was Garth.
0: No, Wayne says it. It was Wayne? Yeah.
1: Ugh, I've probably been saying the wrong names this whole time.
0: Do you know also that Wayne is no. Mike Myers?
1: Yeah, I know. I just Okay, I'm me just with, me. here we go. This is I, Kristen Stewart you all over again. I didn't want her Benjamin to come up today. Okay.
0: and Benjamin I didn't want over her to come up Robert.
1: today. I know she's your girlfriend. Who? Ugh. Kristen Stewart. This is that all over again.
0: <laughs> Becky with the good blood.
1: Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh That was a good one. Yeah,
0: shout um, out to that.
1: Shout out to that episode. Listen to the Twilight episodes. Um, we got a
0: few, and there's still more.
1: There's more Anyways. coming down the cooker. Um, also, I do you like Red Vine,
0: Jane? Do no. you like like it, Red vines the, Twizzlers? No, no. Re, Twizzlers are the good one. Red vines are disgusting.
1: What is he eating? And do you think it's red vines? Dave said it was red vines in the car. There's like that. There's that. You know what I'm did talking Dave about? Did
0: Dave just say? Did Dave just say no? I Dave
1: screamed no from the other room. Yeah,
0: he's a chatty producer today. I'll tell you. About. He can
1: tell you, right? He's doing everything, <laughs> but. But yeah, no, I don't know what they are, but either way, I don't like either one of them. And I was just curious if you like Twizzlers if into-
0: are good. I'll I'll go to town on some Twizzlers. Red vines taste like bad Twizzlers. They're disgusting
1: yeah i yeah i don't like them that was the end of that sort of thing
0: also i
1: noticed that they went all in with roblo's pants on those 90s pleats those like yes those, i you, noticed that too do you think those are coming back jane yes all of these oh god i'm not
0: i was looking at those and i was like why do i kind of like those?
1: oh my god jane and
0: i was like i was like I like them because I'm being fed this '90s comeback, which I like. Apparently, am totally susceptible to. Well,
1: it's vintage now, apparently. And
0: can't. It's also. It's my life, is what it is. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, Bravo's style in this fucking movie is like kind of dope. Oh,
1: Jane's Jane's living for it. Which
0: is which, which makes it. me just fully admit that I am a product of my environment and I am susceptible to influence from marketing and advertising because now I'm all um, in.
1: I don't know. I don't even I mean I feel like I've got enough going on in like the booty and the hip department. I don't think I need Mm -hmm. any help from any billowing anything. So it'll be interesting to see. But I also know me and I know that if I go into a store and they're there I'm going to be like let me try these on and then get gassed up by some (laughs) salesperson. (laughs) Oh <laughs> God,, uh, but then, like be and then be on the bus on the way home, like I made a huge mistake. um so, yeah, so all of that was really funny. Also, when they go to the Alice Cooper concert with their v i p passes, I oh love how they're shoving them in everybody's faces as they're walking through, and people are like just trying to watch the concert.
0: That's an like, iconic thing. I feel like it's like a joke a joke was made a lot where like you like fake shove, and i like I just remember that really well the that I thought it's, it was so funny it
1: is re- it is a really funny and they get that great scene with Alice Cooper yeah and, and Alice Cooper apparently didn't know that he was gonna have a whole scene which I thought <laughs> was really funny I know and, he's like I'm
0: just showing up to do a performance but which by the way Tara knows every word to that song oh and I, I was like, I was like Feed Me I Frankenstein she- right yeah Me Frankenstein <laughs> Yeah, I and mean, she's a it's Alice a Cooper song. fan. The things that Tara like memorizes and knows, I'm just like sometimes I'm so blown away by them because it's like you've never mentioned that to me. But she's like, what am I going to talk? Am I like, when when am I going to talk to you about Alice Cooper? And it's like, yeah, good point. Because I don't, have, I can't really participate.
1: <laughs> me neither. But I thought it was, but I, I thought that scene was really great. And also, we get our we're not worthy, which is. Again. You know, you want. I was, but I was kind of, I kind of wanted the scene of them, Alice Cooper invites them to hang out, and I kind of wanted, like, the montage of them hanging out with Alice Cooper.
0: I know, you kind of feel robbed of that.
1: I thought it would have been really funny if, like, the montage of them hanging out with Alice Cooper was just, like, them going to, like, the MoMA, and, like, <laughs> going to, like, a wine tasting at, like, some, like, a horny-tony party, and then, like like a like, a book, like, a book reading or something of, like... I don't know, like some Grisham novelers. I like, I don't know. I just thought it'd be Grisham. funny to like, <laughs> like I just thought it'd be funny for it to be like, you know, a complete sort of like, you know, suspension of like disbelief, like so much of this movie is to just yeah. like see them well, doing apparently, all of these things.
0: Alice Cooper is like, he's not like he found something that worked for him and and it really worked, but he's not really like a truly like goth superhero.
1: Oh, for sure. No, I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. also Which it's I like think- you. If you're if they're still out here and they're rocking, then that tells you a little bit about like the way that they probably live their lives. And Alice yeah. Cooper is still oh. very much rocking, and like yeah. that gives you an indication of the fact that he's probably getting up and doing yoga and drinking green tea and right. like reading the Four Agreements. Like, yeah,
0: and he's like, I think he's like a big family man too, for
1: sure, yeah. for sure. Can you imagine, like... like, That'd be so cool. There's certain... Like, having, like, Alice Cooper as, like, a dad or a granddad. That's gotta be wild. That'd be so cool. I was... When I was watching the Grammys, I was thinking that, like... Also,
0: money. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness.
1: (laughs) I was thinking that when I was... When I was watching the Grammys, and, like, her was performing with Lenny Kravitz, and I was just like... Yeah. God, I was like, so like Kravitz is so
0: fucking Like, cool. that's your fucking it's like, dad. Lenny Kravitz is your dad.
1: You're just like yeah. watching your dad rock out with one of the most, with one of the biggest like stars right now in music. Of and today, he's a legend. Yeah. And like watching the two of them on stage, and I'm just like, God, Lenny Kravitz. And he still looks like a whole stack.
0: I cannot believe, he's like, how old is he? He's, he's in his like, 50s. S- he looks incredible. It doesn't inc- make sense incredible he i mean he and lisa monet look incredible oh, she looks amazing why, too and which is why zoe kravitz is like one of the most beautiful people to ever exist and yeah. incredibly talented it's too. distracting it's
1: though like, it's distracting yeah, a little bit
0: but i would love the opportunity to be distractingly beautiful
1: you are distractingly be- well you're distracting for sure
0: <laughs> i've heard my whole life that i'm very distracting but i've never heard it followed up with beautiful <laughs>
1: um i do also think that there, like i love that like sort of as the up happens in the movie like there's the big confrontation scene between um there's a big confrontation scene between wayne and um brian when he sort of um benjamin sorry but wayne and Br- benjamin when he realizes what they're trying That's to use his show right. for yeah and um and then Wayne storms off and, like, does not inform Garth that he's leaving. And I said to and Dave, and it was like, he just left. He didn't even, like, go up to Garth to be like, we're out, man. Or, like, hey, this is what's actually going on. So poor Garth is just left to, like, try and, like, you know, steer the ship, which isn't his moment. You know, it's that's like, not. He's a
0: great sidekick. He's a great not a front kick. man. And then, like, when he, they later go, he, like, Wayne decides to, like, apologize to Garth. He finds him in the donor shop and he literally says, I'm sorry about what I did buds and then goes like buds and it's like that's all it took if that was me Uh, and brandon it would be a six hour conversation conversation. there'd be tears
1: jane would bring bring up some (laughs) shit from 2010 and like it would be a whole
0: like your ass wouldn't you have your receipts no i don't
1: jane i'm here right now and i'm open and i'm ready to be in this relationship with a pure heart but He's you... baby boy. No. The main Come thing that I'm upset with you about is the way that you've spoken out against that money that I got when I came up with Marlboro Lady. <laughs> but it bankrupted your lifestyle, girl.
0: You know what, though? At a certain point, you
1: enjoying that bo- Enjoying that bailage on your hair?
0: Balayage, you Thank- I got close. cheap bitch. <laughs> I got close. I'm
1: f***ing <laughs> you. Balayage. I don't want to put for the full balayage. No, I'm you that... <laughs>
0: I can expect from you when you get money you cut in quarters with me
1: please I'm sure I'm sure you'd be you'd be in the coffers all the time (laughs) anybody that worked for me would be like Jane was here again (laughs) looking around for money
0: Jane asked for your black card twice already and it's (laughs) 8.30am and it's like the gardener and
1: he's like I don't know
0: I have no access to it
1: (laughs) I do my job and I leave ma'am <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine? No, I wouldn't want to have money with anybody but you. I mean, I mean Dave, Dave too. But yeah, I, I wouldn't want to. That'd be so boring to have money without you. I've had I this conversation oh with god. Dave so many times, by the way. Like we'll be like walking through like some like. Fancy schmancy part of Chicago, and then we'll be talking about like, oh, having money, blah, we live in this place, blah, 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 and like, ah, oh, what do we do, blah, 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 and then like, oh, Jane, and he's like, what do you mean? You'd like be bankrolling her life. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's so true. Like, of course, I want nobody wants to be, I don't, I don't want like rich, boring friends. I want like, no. No. But I also need you to not I know you. You well you come from money, so I wouldn't have to worry about I you. Do not like come from being money. like But yeah, we But look, we do I know life. how
0: to, I know how to be when we're around the rich stuffy people that we need to be nice to. I could do that.
1: Do glad handing, you ready? Don't be calling tea water, I tell you that, number one. They're gonna think you're on something. Um <laughs> And then also one of the best lines in the movie is when is at the donut shop after the fight <laughs> with Wayne and Garth. He the donut shop and he's sitting um, with Ed O'Neill, who owns a donut shop. His character, and he just goes. I think
0: he's just the manager. I think
1: know. he's just the manager of the donut shop. I don't know, why am I giving him? Why am I giving him the deed? <laughs> I know. It's like he works it like everybody else, baby. He's punching in and punching out, um, and he just says, apropos of nothing, he says, mm-hmm. "If you stab a dead, ma- if you stab a man in the dead of winter, steam will rise up from his body." <laughs> <laughs> and Adam, I, mean, I just, That is I a just, great it line. It was just a I, great line.
0: I feel like uh, his character is underrated a little yeah. bit. He says the most wild shit about murder. Just And he's got like f- five lines in the movie, but they're all... he. He definitely,
1: definitely has a podcast about murder now.
0: That character or Ed O'Neill?
1: That character. No, Ed O'Neill's on a beach somewhere. I'm sure he's cashing, switching out between. Yeah, yeah, married with children, royalties, modern family checks. I'm sure the modern family checks are a little bit better, baby.
0: I'm sure Um, they're real fucking fat.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. I I wish. Um, And so. So yeah, so that and then we get Cassandra's music video, which the funniest thing about Cassandra's <laughs> music video after her and her and Wayne of this big fight, she ends up going to Chicago to shoot the music video, Benjamin's trying to make his move, which is so funny to me because it's like at no point has she shown any interest in Benjamin anyway. But I know.
0: She's just that's the thing. That's the thing that Benjamin is just boldly being like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll pay for your music video." And it's like she's only just been like, "I'm Wayne's girlfriend and I'm being nice to you." But this is what like those men do exactly
1: and you would know because i know you have had a hand in a lot of this stuff that happened i've been waiting (laughs) you were called what what was it that they called you they called you the groomer of chicago i think
0: (laughs) who am i grooming in this scenario dogs
1: dogs mainly (laughs) okay you were actually running a grooming business
0: are you uh, i'm glad you're not accusing me of something else baby boy wait what else would i be accusing you of Oh, okay, good. Mum's the word? Mum's the word.
1: Okay. I didn't say anything else, but it seemed like you had some stuff on your chest that you wanted to Mm-mm. get absolved of. And it's like, if you've done anything outside of grooming dogs, <laughs> then... Uh,
0: oh, I understand where you're going with that.
1: Yeah, Okay. <laughs> So, anyway, um, Cassandra's music video, they've got this snake around her neck. And then when she comes off of the set and she's on break and she goes to craft services, she's still carrying the snake. And I turned to Dave and I was like, why isn't it not a handler? To Like, <laughs> I didn't handle even the snake. The that. star of the music video is like walking around with this python. And then it she hands like it.
0: It like very heavy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it looked like a big old heavy snake. And then she hands it to Benjamin. And then later in the scene, Wayne comes up to like declare his love for her. And Benjamin is like, tries to hand Wayne the snake.
0: And I was just like, what's
1: happening with this snake? Who's the (laughs) handler? Like, why is this being hot potatoed around? Like, there should be, like, quarters for it. So I thought that was a really fun choice for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, and then these two are riding off into the sunset together. Because, like, at no point did Benjamin have a shot, though. It's not like, they didn't even build in a moment where she's, like, debating, like going like doing anything with him and at no point also does he ever even like declare interest in her it's like yeah he doesn't confess his
0: feelings at any point
1: he's never as like he's never as evil as they lead you to believe he's going to be or as disruptive as they lead you to believe that he's going to be
0: i don't really understand what his motive is besides getting cassandra into bed
1: yeah it doesn't really make sense but he doesn't even find out about cassandra's existence until after he's already begun the process of trying to like get his hands on this show
0: and yeah, then I don't he's know, like why he wants to destroy the
1: show. that's the but thing also at the he's so willing to let Wayne walk away from the show as well and it's like, why'd you buy this show? If it wasn't for the personalities of these two then like what was your game? There is because... no
0: show. Without well, like
1: No, yeah, it, it's yeah, that's it. It's not like you like you can't get somebody else to come in here and like make this work, okay? Like
0: Because there aren't even real segments. It's
1: just, No, this like, isn't bewitched and we're not casting a second Darren whose first name is Dick, okay? So like it is what it is. Like if you want the show and you want the full fantasy of Wayne's World then we need Wayne. And like he Wayne doesn't seem and to And you Garth. Yeah. Also the also another really funny movie that I Dave mentioned this to me which I didn't know but the improvised moment where Wayne and Garth are on the roof of the car with the airplanes and then Garth mm-hmm. says to Wayne, "Did you ever think that Bugs Bunny, did you ever find Bugs Bunny hot when he dressed up as a girl?"
0: And, bunny. Yeah. and
1: Mike Myers starts laughing and he says, no, <laughs> no. And that was an improvised line. And I thought that yeah, was really funny.
0: I did too. That, that's one of the things.
1: Something Dana's probably been holding on to and mulling over for years.
0: <laughs> something he's working out in therapy. Um, right. He's sexually attracted to a cartoon bunny, regardless of gender. Um, one of the things that I didn't understand is like, I, did you pick up the Terminator bit? Mm-hmm. I've never seen any that of the Terminators, and I was like, I don't. I've never got this part. And Tara looks at me and she goes, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like I'm the, the biggest disappointment." In her she, life. Tara was
1: <laughs> done. in that moment. Tara was.
0: She done. loves Terminator Two so much. Like that's like one of her favorite childhood movies. Never seen it, so
1: oh, it's going I on the list, know. baby. And I have seen it, and I don't remember it. And I've oh, seen perfect. it. Yeah, so.
0: It, that would actually be a really good movie to do on the pod.
1: It would. I agree.
0: Um, so do you have anything else you want to say about Wayne's World before we wrap it up?
1: No, I think we covered it. We talked about the ending and I think the ending was a lot of fun. And I loved mm-hmm. like the three different endings. And there's so many movies that I think like, oh, that'd be so fun to see like all of the possibilities for the ways that they could play out. And totally. so that was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Um, well, then I guess I have two questions for you. Okay. One. Ooh, would you watch this movie again? Yeah, I totally would. It's so good. A classic. It was a lot of fun. And then two, do you have a movie for me to watch? I do.
1: I do. The movie that I have for you is It's a Rock and Good Time. Um, it Ooh. is chaotic, to say the least. Um, it is a movie from 1980 called Can't Stop the Music.
0: Can't stop the music from 1980. Can't say I've ever heard of it.
1: Mm.
0: I'm pulling it up so that I know which one. Can't stop the music 1980 film. All right. Oh. <laughs> oh. I already saw some cast members. Cannot wait.
1: Yeah, it's a doozy. And uh, I, think, I think you're going to watch it is what I think.
0: <laughs> well, I kind of have to. <laughs> Um, All right. well I thank you guys so much for listening to us talk about Wayne's World a little bit and then about a bunch of other (laughs) random things Um, we hope you enjoyed it we love you if you want to continue to keep up with us find us on Instagram and Facebook at Movies We Missed and on Twitter at MWMchat and we will see you next week for Can't Stop the Music Baba (laughs) Baba Baba (laughs) Baba mm. Bye, Baba Baba
1: Baba Baba talking about a bunch of stuff we don't know a lot about. (laughs)